Hey, everybody Snarf out there talk in land. Snarf Land. Snarf Talk Land. Snarf Talk Land. That's what we're, that's our, that's our catch now. We are here. We are excited. We're waiting for Facebook to see no, if it's going to work. It's there. It's there. We're there. You there? We're there. We're live. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. You guys. <laughs> You um, people, get you, used to it. As you can see, we get a special uh, guest in the studio. Um, the dude is here something. with he us. Doesn't, he's not oh, prepared. Terry as usual. is just screwing you know, it's it been all. a long time since I've been on, and see, I'm glad to see not much has changed. <laughs> Wow, Jerry, that's well timed. Is that, is that the guy that we're? Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, you're going to do the sad trombone. Oh, dude is with us. Thanks, dude, for joining in. Um, Thanks for having me, Chris. David what? says, uh, oh, Vic says buy Bitcoin. Um, of course he did. Uh, after eroding all of our listeners' wealth over the last year. <laughs> no kidding. I've been getting a lot of emails about Ethereum and a bunch of Bitcoin and stuff, and they all have been negative, negative, negative. If Don't buy listen, crypto right now. Vic Don't is, buy it. Vic is one of those uh, bi- uh, crypto people, so he's going to say, what do they say? Buy the dip. Yeah, buy the dip, man. Buy the it's dip. It's going down. You got to buy on the dip. You get it on the high. Oh, Mr. Field is with us. <laughs> Matthew. Hey there. Hey, man. Oh, Matt. David says, hey, I can see you, unfortunately. Well, that's that's nice. Not very nice. I mean, yeah. you don't have to watch. <laughs> Speaking of David, um, you and him had a little uh, oh. steak oh, venture. Yes. We did have a steak venture. You haven't told us about that. Yeah. I haven't. So David and I embarked on a competition cooking adventure and it all sparred from like a Sunday afternoon where we were at his cousin's uh, garage in Dwight and they're like hey there's a like a competition steak cook-off in Dwight coming up next weekend and this was, was like, like a national contest type of deal it, it is it's a national thing so it's the kind SCA of a, kind of a big deal kind of a big deal um the SCA, it's the Steak Cookery Association. You can look it up. There are people that travel around the country that uh, cook steak, and it's just like the KCBA, like the Kansas City Barbecue Association, where they cook like ribs and pork butts and all this stuff. Like anything you've watched on TV where they, you see like barbecue, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's all those people plus David and Jerry. Yeah. Cooking steak. In a broken down-ass tent. <laughs> It was pretty. We did. It was we, pretty sad, man. It was a. It was absolute terrible conditions. You have to agree. It was cold, rainy, and we had a canopy that we like tilted to the side. It looked like it felt like Oscar the Grouch lived inside of the thing. It, it looked horrible. like a. It looked like a heroin tent, like where people came to like get their fix. Like a heroin tent. I think it looked like that Is at that the where time. People do heroin. It looked like do where people heroes? came and was like. Hey, you got my goods, man. You got my fix. You got my fix. You got the dust. And we give them little pieces of steak, and they'd go run away. Yeah, um, yeah it was uh, definitely a learning adventure because you do not cook steak in a competition like that like you do at home. So everybody that cooks a steak and says, like, this is the best steak I've ever cooked probably is. And I could cook a steak at home that was twice as good as what I cook, like what we cooked at this competition. So what you cook it to? Is- you have to cook it at a perfect medium. It oh, has to be 140 degrees, like perfect medium. You have to have perfect grill lines. 
at a 45 degree angle from each other. Um, you have to trim all of the fat off the outside. Everybody always says like, you want the fat on the outside. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not in a competition. They don't want that. Terrible. There's like a Svengoolie piece of meat. I can't remember what it's called. Um, all I called it that night was Svengoolie. But if you look at a ribeye, there's like one little like thin, Svengoolie. thin piece of meat. It's a, it's <laughs> a technical on, term. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly the Svengoolie. Everybody knows this. Oh, my God. You want to you wanna portion that. You need to raise your hands so people can see your hands. Towards your belly button. You want to put the spangoolie towards your belly button. Did you rub the steak? Did you, did you season it? On oh your, yeah, on your belly. No, you, you want like to rubbed yeah. it around on your. No, stomach? it just needs to point towards your belly button when you put it in. Kind of like a what was presentation it? box in like waiting where he seasons it with his dandruff. Was that <laughs> yeah, what you were doing? Yeah. Or the bat wing? No, I mean when we got there, they were uh, David and Jerry were yelling at each other. Yes, they were. They were <laughs> and, fighting. Yeah, it's done. It's not done. No, it's David said uh, it's intense. Oh man, we have so many comments, uh, Jerry. I've changed my tune. We're going for top fifteen next year. Yeah, I know. Been? You got nineteenth, right? Eighteenth. Uh, you brought. You have the score sheet. Oh shh! Didn't bring you, it. No, I think I gave it. To you took it. I think it's in my truck. Yeah, we were eighteen out of twenty-one. All right, we got um, a lot of people to say hi to. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Scotty. Hi, Heather. Listen, I told David to begin hi, with. We were in the teens. Regardless, we were in the teens, and, you and he's it. like, "Nope." We're last. Ooh. This is over. My life is over. I'll never do this again. We can't commit to cooking steak ever again. That's a true story. And I was like, calm down. That's, that's real. Okay, like, the Matt, whole time. Matt wants to know, how do you tenderize your steak? 19 out of 22. We were 19 out of 22. So you don't tenderize your steak. You get your cut of meat. You get your cut of meat. You it is it what belly. it is. You got to season it like at the time. A lot of people, I, I went to, um, fun fact, number one and three in the nation were there, yeah. husband and wife. We went down to their number trailer. Number one and three in the competition. I don't know about the nation. No, the nation ranks. So they just so happened to be rank at in Dwight exactly like they do it's in It's not in Dwight. It's a national rank for the SCA, like the competition we were in, the Steak Cookery Association. It's across the country. They have different. By the way, Scotty says that you made that word up. It's you can Google it. Like <laughs> that's how you find the I'm, the, I'm the competitions. The competition was in Dwight out of twenty two, and the person that got first and third were a husband and a wife. No, I, they weren't. They didn't even get first and third. They got like fourth and sixth. The people that walked up smoking the Marble Reds at the yeah. end? Those aren't the people. I'm oh, talking about okay. people that are ranked. So why is it why is it always husband and wife teams? Well, Who do you think's carrying the heavy I don't load? No, I'm not asking those questions. What the, I'm telling you is like the fact is across the nation there are competitions through every state. And you either go to those competitions or you don't. And that husband and wife team from Rock Island or uh, Rockford, they're from Rockford. Same they, thing. They were gone 20 or like 40 47 weeks out of the year. 47 weekends out of the year. They went to a competition. Like, it's beyond. Okay, David said can... the wife won last year's national standings, and the husband won two years ago. Those two finished top 10 in Dwight, but didn't win. Okay. Right. So it's not the State Cookery. It's the State Cook-Off Association. The State Cook-Off Association. Yes. You I said, said cookery. cookery. That, what, what the fuck does that matter? 
Cookery well, or cook off? These things matter, Jerry. No, if you were serious about your craft, you know, you take the time to even know the it's name. Like of you're the, in charge of a lock or even something. Even Mandy yeah, says on here, the, the SCA. The SCA. Just Google SCA. You don't have to know what it stands Lisa for. Lisa said, uh, "As a couple, they know their meat well." They do. Ooh, wow. I tell you what, go to their trailer and they'll teach you a lot about yeah, meat. Yeah, as they're smoking Marlboros and ashing all over the freaking steak. No, they didn't. They it's, were it's all about in the spice pinning. You had to pin the stakes the correct way. You had to tie them the correct way, trim them the correct way. It was intense. Uh, David also said, dude spent more time on his hair today than Harf and Jerry have spent collectively on their hair in the last decade. <laughs> that is true. 100% That's true. I don't know that I've true. ever brushed my hair since the eighth grade I, when I made like the part down the middle with the bullhorns on the front. It's because I, I still uh, have hair. Did you ever David. do that? I'm losing my hair. hair. I'm losing my hair significantly. Um, and I don't because you want, guys wear hats. I don't all want the time. people to look at it. That's a myth. That's a myth. It's like yeah, the mountain, myth. mountain Dew and sperm count thing. It, you ever remember that when you were a kid? No. When we were kids at listen, baseball, listen. When I was a kid, never worried about my sperm listen, count. When we were kids at baseball <laughs> at the park, will you let me tell a story? <laughs> Did you you worried what about the, what the hell is wrong with you? I didn't say I came up with this, but that was you what people said. What, what age were you worried about your sperm count? When we were little kids at baseball, we'd go drink Mountain Dew, and all the kids would say, "Like, don't drink Mountain Dew, messes with your sperm count." Like, no, 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 I don't. I didn't worry about my sperm count until I got married, and then even then, I really wasn't. Were you if worried that if somebody told okay. me that when I was a kid, I'd be like, "What's that?" Somebody else. <laughs> You knew what heard a, that who, oh, oh, as a child. Here we go. You knew in what, the nineties. You knew yeah. what your sperm count was. Nineties was such when a great you decade. Were a child. What? Hey, you don't need to get a vasectomy, Jerry. <laughs> Just is, drink loads and loads of Mountain Dew. Yeah, none of this is true. I I do not remember any okay. of that. Can drinking Mountain Dew lower my sperm count? John Hopkins University here. The rumors have been around for years. Many right. many people have heard this urban legend. Regardless of that. But Mountain Dew cannot be used as some kind of male birth control. Guess what? Well, no. In, Mazan, in, in Mazan grade school, I did not know about yeah. this myth. And the people you were hanging around with. David Seentop said he remembers that. Well, that's why he didn't become a dad until much later Yellow in life. 5 was a danger ingredient. See? There he goes. Why do you people know this? I, I am shocked and appalled. Is this what you concerned your life in? Yeah. All I'm, I'm saying is that was an urban legend that was around when we were kids. Guess what? That's I was what worried. people were talking about when we My were kids. My mom told me to worry about the railroad tracks in Verona. No and that's shit. the only thing I worried about. I mean, I got okay? Like you didn't spend a million t- hours walking up and down those tracks with chewing tobacco. Turns out I was a lot safer than Yellow 5. <laughs> to you guys. All you guys worried about was like, should I, should I be ingesting Scotty Yellow 5? Scotty says he remembers that too. Maybe you're just too what? young, Jerry. Well. Scotty's younger than me. (laughs) There's no way Scotty's younger than you. Yeah, he's younger than me. Anyway, Scotty Lee, tell me your age. (laughs) Younger than me. Point being, it was a thing. It was an urban legend. It was commonly passed around. Can I finish talking about steak cookery? I thought we were talking about meat. Yes. Talk about tenderizing your meat. It was fun. You know, after the competition, though, after you guys did pretty well, actually, I think for the first time. You didn't get last. So to be honest, like let's be serious. It was it is a serious thing that all of these people are taking overly serious. Oh yes. Scotty is and, he's thirty one. Yeah. See I'm four years older than him. Uh, Matt wants to go back to what beanie baby that you like the most? Oh, Jerry, the koala. Is there a reason? 
Just the name? Just the name. That was a, it's like a meta what was a type joke? What was your favorite Beanie Baby? Do you remember? I didn't have any Beanie Babies. You didn't have any Beanie Babies? No. That's, how are you going to retire? Through hard work and saving money. Like no, 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 no. That's no, the no, dumb no. way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's so dumb. If you got on the crypto Beanie Baby yeah. trend, maybe an NFT. I, honestly, Beanie Babies came about way before the NFTs or cryptos. It was the first original NFT, really. It really is. You're right. NFBB, non fungible <laughs> Beanie Baby. What the fuck? Non fungible. <laughs> non fungible Beanie Baby. Oh my God. Anyway, so steak. Lisa said 90% of koalas have chlamydia. It's true. They're terrible animals. Really? Oh, they piss all over themselves. They need some Mountain Dew. Oh, they're so bad. Anything? No, they got the yellow five, man. So, uh, my favorite was the, uh, Benny the Bull. I don't know what the ostrich's name was, but I always loved ostrich. Don't remember yeah. the ostrich. I loved no, ostriches. No, didn't have, I had none of these things. Well, we had tons of them. My grandma bought them. Listen the up. I don't know why the koala was named Jerry. Maybe I'm just too old. But I remember his name was Jerry, and it turns out, you know, that's what people call me. You Jerry. Have, you have chlamydia and you piss all over yourself? <laughs> oh, yeah, every day. I'm like, I'm full of chlamydia. Look at me. <laughs> just, okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> just pee on myself. Um, but that's why I'm likable. You know, you can have a cute face and pee on yourself and people love you. All right. What world do you live in? A koala's world. What beanie was the tie-dyed? Yes, that was a bear, Matt. I, uh, I believe that's like the most valuable one. If you have that tie-dyed bear. Oh, the, wasn't it? It was like Jerry a Garcia um, ripoff thing. Yeah, it was like a the Coca-Cola bear, like a, um, you know, the Ice Age bear. What's that called? No, it was not. It looked like uh Oh, it was like a it looked a like a grateful polar dead bear. bear. A polar like, bear. It, it looked this like one. A, yeah. Well, it's like a polar Peace bear. Peace bear beanie baby worth fifty thousand dollars. Are you freaking kidding me? If you it's got cheap. that, Matt. Matt, if you have the Peace Bear with the tag on it. Fifty grand right now on eBay. Yeah. That is that's uh, Etsy, actually. Well, okay. Let's Etsy see what it's going. Um Etsy's a little higher price. You can get the one without eBay. the peace symbol for seven forty nine on Walmart. Seven dollars and forty nine cents. I wonder yeah. if that person's going to get fifty thousand, seeing how this guy's selling it for four dollars. Oh, <laughs> That's not the same bear, is it? Um, that doesn't even look like a real yeah. beanie baby. That's Let's a see. counterfeit. That's the problem with NFTs and beanie babies. Yeah, counterfeits. Not NFTs. You can't counterfeit them. No. What's an NFT? NFTs are. It's a uh, non fungible token. Right, but it's a digital. It's a digital token. It 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 has a digital stamp that you can never recreate. All right, here we go. This is for real. It's got to have the peace sign. Yeah, and it's twenty six thousand five hundred right now on uh, eBay. Oh my so. god! There you go, Matt. He said, "I'm selling that bitch. It's worth anything. <laughs> if you legitimately have that, you can make money, like it, significant amount of money. It'd be gone if I had it." <laughs> David says everyone knows the best way to get rich is to farm, be an online tree sales middleman, <laughs> podcast, and play solo acoustic guitar sets at Potbelly and Champagne on Wednesdays. I did do that. What about the Princess Diana bear? <laughs> um, don't know. <laughs> Everybody's Princess talking Diana. about Pris- Princess Diana bear. Um, Large Wallace the Squid worth $600,000. I'm telling you, man. Beanie Babies are where it's at. I told you. 
I told you to collect them. We I, we have some Star Wars figures some, in our barn somewhere that I need to dig out. And, not even you know, close to the Beanie Baby trade. $600,000 for a stuffed animal. So I went over who, to... Who would um, buy that? Well, people got in an argument over their divorce, and they were like splitting up Beanie Babies. You remember seeing that? Yeah, there's a documentary about it. All these people that put their whole life savings in them, and then yeah. they lost everything. Right. They, none of, nobody got anything. <laughs> Apparently, they didn't have... Uh, Wall, did, yeah. Wallace the squid. Um, no, but I did go over to, um, it'd be my brother-in-law's mom's house, and she, the kids were over there. So your mother-brother-in-law's. Yes. And okay. she brought over You're this. your brother-mother-in-law. She's like, I think I got some toys for the kids. I'll bring, she brings out this box of toys, and it is 100% all the original Star Wars characters. Uh, it's got the little the Boba Fett with the cape and the missile launcher on the back. Uh, and you're like, stop. And I'm like, stop touching. don't, don't. Give those to me. I'm taking them home right now. So cool. we have the R2-D2. I know for a fact that has a lightsaber that comes out of his head. Nice. Yeah. It's not a lightsaber. Hmm. <laughs> it's not, it's oh. not a lightsaber, dude. What is it? Well, it's not, uh, not Boba Fett didn't carry a lightsaber. No, it's an R2-D2. R2-D2. It's from the sail barge, Jerry. Yeah. Job is barge. I gotcha. Now I gotcha. Um, we have uh, on a uh, snarf um, Jerry snarf announcements. A snarf announcement right now for everybody while you're listening. Listen up, folks. Mm-hmm. Snarf mm-hmm. Talk Coloring Contest 2022 mm-hmm. is in full force right now. It's live. Launched today. It's live. It is a coloring contest. There, it, it goes till July 1st. Is yes. final submissions. Go to snarftalk.com slash. Coloring? Color. Coloring. coloring. <laughs> go to snarftalk.com and on the top of the page it says coloring contest. Either way, you can also go to our Facebook page, Snarftalk, um, and find anything you want. Like the top post is our coloring contest. Yeah, slash coloring it is. And um, there is the picture you can download, print off color. There's two brackets. There's children 12 and younger. Mm-hmm. And the prize for the winner on that is a $25 Amazon gift card and stickers, Snarf Talk stickers. And there's a children and adults 13 and older category. And that wins a $50 an- Amazon, Amazon gift card. Gift card. Yeah. There is no restrictions on what kind of coloring mm-hmm. method you can use, what kind of stuff you can use to color with, colored pencils, pastels. Pastels, yeah. Uh, paint, watercolors. Yeah. Do you want me to show digital the picture? Art. Digital art, whatever you want. Do you want me to show the picture? Yeah. Yeah, put picture up so this is the picture live that dude has on his screen that is not oh it's showing up pretty well there we go yeah it's so ima or uh eric, eric macias. macias iman macias is his name on like instagram but eric macias has drone drone drawn our picture for the last five years four yeah. years something like that he's also drawn stickers for us yeah, he created these original stickers. Which we have a new sticker, if anybody is curious, right here. Uh, new Snarf, Snarf Talk sticker. These are what you're going to get with uh, the winning entry. Oh, and the adult winner, if they happen to be from Grundy County, Illinois, will get a brand new, in the package, Champ's Chicken Visor from the old Champ's Chicken in Mizan, Illinois. You have those? I got a whole are, box of are them. Are you shitting me? For real. Champ's Chicken, old school visor. When was Champ's Chicken even around? Like, how long I ago? Don't, 
That had been like way. That was before Marshallonis. No, no, it was the last thing before it closed. Was Champs Chicken? I was out of college. I was living back here. You talking about the market? Yeah. No, I was at the market going there all the time when I worked at the elevator, and I don't remember a Champs Chicken. Well, neither do I. It was there. I don't know what to tell you. You sure? I was there when it was Geos. After Geos, it was Champs Chicken. Best job I've ever had. In Late two thousand, okay, like two thousand and six to two thousand and ten. So it's a visor. It's a visor. Just straight up visor. Champs chicken. Beige has a chicken on it and says <laughs> Champs chicken. How many do you have? Um, I want enough for one winner. Lucky winner. Enough. I maybe got. It doesn't matter. Five or six of them doesn't matter. Um, enough for the winner. And Lisa asked, uh, "Can you paint in blood?" Why it's encouraged. Yes. But you're going to need more color dynamics than that. If you want to do that. Yeah. Splatter paint. We had an interesting, uh, last year, an interesting submission from somebody in, were they in South Carolina? South Carolina, yeah. Um, It was weird. It was cool. It was cool. It was a cool drawing, but um, very abstract. Yes. So Snarf Talk Coloring Contest, go to snarftalk.com slash coloring or on our Facebook um, or snarftalk.com and click the link at the top in the navigation and you will get to do that. You just print it out yourself and then email it back to uh, Right. So email you, a picture of it or scan it. And so email. print When's the picture July 1st. July 1st. Print the picture, color it. You'll have to scan it to email it to us. If you win, we want the original back. We get the original. It goes on the wall. So we will hang it on the wall here in the Snarf, Snarf Talk studios. Um, so... Just don't get rid of it until you hear the winner. Right. Because we will want that back to hang it in the studio. That's a picture of us that got drawn C2E2? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The Mandalorian drawing. It's pretty cool. Um, Other announcement. We are on uh, a bit of a milestone episode here. 151. 151. 151 episodes. And what does that mean? It means we had our big 150 celebration. With a cake. With a cake. Jerry called the episode, we got a cake, and he missed the obvious um, let them eat cake, which should have been the name of that episode. Yeah. I miss a lot of things. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Jerry, we know. Um, But 151, so we're on a whole new trajectory. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new season. Um, We are legitimately on a brand new season. Yeah, you probably need to change the numbering on that. but No, we just changed it. It's season five. I don't think you ever did, though. Did you? No, this is the one that changes it. No, it's always at the first of the year. Nope. We had a discussion about it. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, normally right, though. Yes. That all right. normally happens at the first of the year. All right. So, anyway, with that, what are we doing? Well, I'm going to tell you about peanut butter, Chris. Oh, is this a spring stretcher? You know... <laughs> This is, gonna be, if, this is going to be entertaining. I can't wait for this one. I don't know if it's what? a spring stretcher. I just honestly want to tell you about peanut butter. Okay. And what I feel like is like good okay. in peanut butter because there's so many varieties. Like, And I'm a, I'm a bit of a peanut butter aficionado myself. <laughs> well, we're not going to agree. What I can tell with, you that. What like, you've been doing with the peanut butter, Jerry. As soon as I look at you, I can tell. Like, we're not going to agree on peanut butter. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen up. Peanut butter is so simple. It's such a simple thing. And everybody has made it so difficult throughout the years. Like as you get into different diets and the way people 
want to ingest things. And then you're like, well, you got to have all natural stuff and you got to have this. And we can't have sugar. Don't have sugar. Fucking grind up peanuts. Okay. And then put them in a jar. I don't care if you had sugar or not. So you grind and make your own peanut butter. No, 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 I don't. I'm wholeheartedly. I was. What's the way? No, no, no. So you're what? just judging all the like oh, food processors? Terrible. It's ridiculous. I'm judging like the promotion of it. Okay. I like simple peanut butter. Okay. I want to buy it from the store. I and want it to be good. They chunky. have simple peanut butter at the so store. So chunky, chunky or creamy? Creamy. Are you a chunky yet? No. No. Is anybody a chunky person? I used to be when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, I liked it when I was a kid, but I do not eat it now. I like all. Did you have like a problem as a kid? Nobody liked chunky. (laughs) Nobody wanted. I don't know. I liked it when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. So, are you all natural? You like Jeff? You want the food processed? Come on. Yeah. Yes, I want it completely processed. Peter Pan. What is that? Peter Pan's good stuff. No, it's not. Get rid of Peter Pan. Is it's there, a joke. It's on the same level as Reese's. That's all I had as a child was Peter Pan. Yeah, is there yeah, such thing as worse. peanut butter? Yeah, there is. Peter Pan, joke. It's like the only thing, the only reason you like wanted that is because of the movie. It didn't happen because of... No. It didn't happen I until the be, movie came I out. I wanted because that's what mom bought. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, that's a joke. Uh, Reese's? That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's only good in candy bars. That's no good. Listen. And Reese's peanut butter cups. So you have chocolate covered in... What you call peanut butter? Like, no, stick with your trade, which is a candy bar. Okay, like, so stay where, where are you going with Get here? rid of that. I had no idea. Goober? Have you had the goober? It's made in Streeter, Illinois. Oh, yeah, why God. wouldn't you? Nobody wants to go to Streeter, first off. It's homemade. Also, nobody wants grape with the peanut butter. You don't want to scoop in and get both of those things. Nobody wants that. You do? Um, no, I never liked Goobers, but it is made locally here. So. I don't care. It's it's not good. No, I, it's not. That is correct. Right. Don't argue with me. Don't just stand there and wait to argue. I'm not with arguing you. with you. You're I like, just agreed with you. You're like posture right now. No, you're like postured, ready to like argue with everything I say. Uh, Goobers terrible. Adam says Skippy butter. all the way. Ooh, I'm not a big fan of Skippy either. So what peanut butter? I had that on my list. What like peanut Skippy? butter? Not that great. What peanut butter gets you going? CJ there? says, I'm weirded out by people who put peanut butter on cheeseburgers. I am too. I didn't know that was a thing. I think yeah. there is a cheeseburger at Burgers and There's Beers a, that has uh, peanut butter on or is it. it Burgers and Beers has a, a peanut butter and, and jelly. Cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I don't. I don't want that. Skippy. It's okay. You're getting there. That's an acceptable brand. The all natural stuff where you gotta like mix the oil and mix yep. the oil yep. and stuff. That's that's where I go right there. No, I, I want no part of it. It's good. I like that I too. No, I I don't want that. You gotta turn it upside down. No, you don't. What like do you like it. then? Will you oh, get to come the? On. You know what I like? What? Jif. Yeah, me too. Give me Jif. I'm a Jif man. I, it's that simple. But I like Jif natural, which is. Yeah, try yeah. the natural. It's okay, the best no, one. I'll I'll but agree you gotta, because you gotta you don't, stir it up. You gotta no, stir it a little stir, bit. No, you don't. The Jif natural, you really don't have to stir. If you let it sit for a while, it will get a little put out oil, but not much. It is not anything like a not, regular natural no. uh peanut butter where you have a thick layer of oil on the top where they say you need to turn it upside down. A lot of them will tell you on the directions, turn it upside down to store it. 
and then you stir it. I don't want that. I want the regular Jif. Give me Jif. Maybe I That's got all I need. shit that I, I worry about in life than peanut butter, but... <laughs> I don't. I have nothing I mean, no, better in life to so, worry so, about. So what do you actually eat peanut butter this on? This is what this podcast is, dude. <laughs> Insignificant things that we seek out in but, life. But I got a question. What do you actually eat peanut butter on? Do you eat it with a spoon or do you put it on celery or do you make peanut butter sandwiches? Well, oh, don't even get me started on celery. Holy shit. Most useless nature's Isn't ingredient Isn't it one of the ever. holy trinity? Wow. It, it is. is. <laughs> For cooking, it's fine. I'm not putting peanut butter on celery. No, that's a waste. What a joke. I think you're both wrong. I just eat it with a spoon. Just get like a tablespoon yeah. and just oh, eat no, it. You're wrong. When I was deplo- well, like when I was in the uh, army and we were like in the field, hadn't eaten much, everybody was fighting over peanut butter. Everybody was fighting over peanut butter because you're like needing some sort of like fast nutrients. And that was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life when you're like starving and you eat something really quick, I could feel my body, like, take it in. And no joke, I'm like, uh, it, it was unbelievable. Like, I could feel a difference in my body after I ate that peanut butter. And from there on out, I was like, man, peanut butter is shit. Dan says, dip the spoon in M&M's. I would do after that. That's you, a good idea. Oh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I can't do that because... Of your I, diabetic. I'm just... Because your insulin problem? No. We don't have M&M's at our house either, Chris. Um, peanut butter on celery is the best way to eat celery, says it's, CJ. No. That, CJ, come on, man. David says celery uh, is the worst thing peanut butter and bacon. Now, that's good stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is good. Jelly, wrong about jelly jam after. flavor draft, black raspberry draft over. I, I don't care hey, about the jelly you, part. I only want the flavor. I don't get what that means anyway. Jelly jam flavor draft. Peanut butter flavored whiskey. Oh, I see. Jelly He's wanting jam, us to rank our graphic. flavors of jelly or jam. Ooh. Okay. Black raspberry. I don't like What's black the, raspberry. No. It's got the little seeds in it. I don't like that. I love raspberry jam. Strawberry is mm-hmm. my favorite, though. Only one man would do the raspberry. It's me. Lone Star. <laughs> it's from Spaceballs. Nobody um, watch Spaceballs? Yes. Now that you say that. Um... I would do strawberry or grape. Strawberry is my thing. A lot of people don't go with strawberry. I preserves get it. or? I don't care. Anything strawberry. Strawberry or preserves, jam, jelly. I want the strawberry. I will also go with je- with grape. It's fine. Like if you give me a grape, jelly, like peanut butter and jelly, I would eat it. David says they make seedless black raspberry. I'd give them a shot. Yeah, I would too. So they also Amy, make like you can do like orange marmalade. Well, Amy's all always so, been about the black raspberry and uh, or the is it black raspberry or black uh, currant? Is it blackberry? No, not blackberry. How about uh, <laughs> uh, green pepper jelly? You guys ever had blackberry? That? I just do. blackberry. Like jalapeno jam. Uh, jalapeno jam. No, just green pepper. Yep. Just blackberry. Blackberry jam. Blackberries. All right, they have that. Yeah, like it. So that's what Amy always Pancake buys. House. Blackberry jam. And it's fine. I want a strawberry. How about boysenberry? Man. I want a strawberry. Boysenberry. I've had boysenberry syrup. I've never had boysenberry jelly. I get too boisonous. <laughs> I do. Boisterous, Every, maybe. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's what thing I meant. Thinking of, like, yeah. I get too worked up um, over the boysenberry. Dan says peanut butter whiskey is delicious. Yes. Well, yeah, screwball. Uh, if you mix it with something, you can mix it with something that does like a peanut butter and jelly shot. Yeah, like jelly. What were you drinking the night of Dan's birthday? 
I don't was, remember. It was screwball, and we, we were doing, the women were doing shots like they were like candy. They were doing it, and by the time people get to the point where they can't really tell what they're drinking, we ran out of the peanut butter whiskey. So somebody was just sneaking regular. Yeah, cutting the bottle. Jack out. Daniels in there, right? And guess what happens after that? Oh, your life ends. Blackouts. Yeah. yeah. The next day, ruined. Yeah, it's done. That was a long night. All yeah. I wanted to tell you was that Jiff. It's not Jiffy. It's Jiff. It's just Jiff. Jiff Naturals. It's the way to go. Yep. I would agree with you. There you go. We can all agree. Jeff Natural. Don't give me the goober. Or Peter Pan. Or goobers. No, don't give me the Peter Pan. It is a joke. Peter Pan is a joke. It's played off a movie. It's a terrible So, so terrible if all you had to eat was peanut, a Peter terrible Pan, peanut. that's it. It's only you had a big like five-gallon tub of Peter Pan. Would you eat it? Or starve? If that's... Yes, I would eat it. Of course. <laughs> That's a silly no, you would just starve to death. So I, I'm going to tell you the truth. We only ever had Peter Pan as a kid until there was a big thing like in the 90s where they had to recall all the Peter Pan peanut butter. Yeah, it because was of salmonella. Really? Yeah, and after that, we never got it again. Yeah, because it was poisoned with Peter's. It probably, it probably was a the with, GIF guy. It was the pan of Peter. It was probably the GIF guy that went Peter's over there. Peter's pan. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, Adam says screwball and drambuie. That'd be P- good. Peter's peeny. PB and J shot. Ooh. So I've told this story before, but it's relevant to the conversation, so I'm going to tell it again. What's drambuie? Um, it's a, I don't know. I mean, I've had it, and I usually I'm not to the point where I really remember. Same here. <laughs> right. I think that's where we're all at. I don't remember that, but he did say PB&J shot. Wiki whiskey liqueur infused with Grape. something. Great. I'm not putting in my age. Come on. Oh my gosh. Honey, <laughs> herbs, and spices. Hmm. That sounds great. So it's just a sweet thing. Okay. When I was in college in Farmhouse... We had yeah. this cook that cooked, and his name was Ray. Ron. Ray. Oh, Ray. He was a big man. Big man. Um, so he would make homemade peanut butter like once a week or once every other week, and everybody would be so excited because it was so good. Oh, Ray's making peanut butter. Oh, Ray's peanut butter. So one time I'm in there, and I walk in the kitchen when he's making the peanut butter, mm-hmm. and I was expecting the butter of peanuts, some kind of a process, right? All he was doing was taking like the five gallon pail of industrial peanut butter <laughs> and dumping it into the big Hobart stand mixer. Yeah. And dumping in oil and sugar and just mixing making it up. Making it better. <laughs> just making apparently it better. You, apparently, you never read Kitchen Confidential, have you? Why? Oh, yeah. Because that's the kind of shit that happens all the time in restaurants. That's all it was. And I just remember looking at him like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> So David Zintop said... He was a great cook. <laughs> David Zintop said, Peter Pan got me too'd, and everybody went to Skippy. I don't think... I don't think that's the case, but I really don't appreciate his wings. <laughs> um, what about uh, Reese's Puffs cereal? Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's the best. It's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That is addictive. It's uh-huh. a perfect combination of a... Puffy, crispy cereal with enough sweetness, peanut butter, and chocolate. It's the best. Just, it's probably it's like the best an cereal. All-compassing, and it doesn't coat your mouth bad. No. It's got you know a nice I mean? crunch to it. You know when you get like a really sugary cereal? Like yeah. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, Loops will do it, and so does... Uh, Smacks. Um, Corn Smacks. Yeah, but uh, um, 
Fruity Pebbles. I haven't had Fruity Pebbles. It'll coat the top of your mouth, like weirdly. If you eat a lot of it, it's like doesn't feel well, nice. Well, you're not supposed to eat the whole box. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. What's the, sherv- the serving size? <laughs> it's really hard to not eat the whole box of like when oh, you get the smaller cereal, cereal boxes. Yeah. Like not the family size, but wait, the wait, regular wait. size. There's less than a family size? There is. Wait, there's less than the 48-ounce jumbo size that they sell at Walmart? Oh. Jerry gets his cereal from Aldi's in 55-gallon drum liners. They're bags. I buy the bags. And it's stale in a day. Uh, David said, Kitchen Confidential is my favorite book of all time and is better on audio with boarding narrating. Ooh, that's a good idea. I've been looking for an audio book to listen to. There you go. You know what you should listen to? Here in the Empire. David, I think Heard we it. did. We did. Oh, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've read that like five times. I know. Um, cereal draft. I think we did that. We ranked cereal before. We yeah, did. Yeah. We did. You guys did. Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch. See, I was never a wow. big Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. My kids just love it, and I've, I've tried it because it's the only thing I had for breakfast several times. And it's, I don't see the big hype on it. It's I mean, I don't like cinnamon to begin with, but it's just blah. So every time I eat it, it reminds me of doing the cinnamon, watching people do the cinnamon challenge. I'm not it's a just, huge uh, cinnamon toast crunch guy either. I never have been. I mean, I like Frosted Flakes a lot. Who, oh, does, yeah. who doesn't? Um, I love uh, corn, Apple Jacks. Oh, my apple, gosh. Corn Pops. Jacks. You know? Corn Pops are fine, but... Mm, I, I thought the same thing. I remembered them fondly from my childhood. The other day, we got one of those like with the little boxes that has all the different mm-hmm, kinds. Right. And I'm like... Corn pops. It, I haven't had these since I was eight years old. They're fine. I poured a bowl of them. It wasn't fine. They were not good. I don't think they're bad. I think they're just like fine. I don't no. want any more of them though. You know, it's kicks. Just a plain. No, I can't no. handle them. Yeah, Boring. I used to like them as a kid. That's the that, one that I can't handle. Oh, I can't eat the kicks. I know my number one. Raisin Bran Crunch. That was yours. Yes. That is my favorite cereal. Is it like Bran Flakes? But the crunch, it has uh, it has granola. I love like either Frosted Flakes or Chex or Wheaties. Wheaties, I love them. Wheaties are good. Chex is the same thing as eating uh, Kicks. Just they're square. No, they're just so much better. Kicks are round. I love Chex, man. Add a gallon of sugar. It's great. Put some peanut butter on that shit. You'd eat that nonstop. So Nolan says my kid doesn't like peanut butter. Got some natural peanut butter from Burkhardt's. He loved it. Turned out it was just Reese's peanut butter cups blended up. No wonder he liked it. It was diabetes, diabetes in, a in a jar. Yeah, stay away from that. Sounds I, like my kind of diet. I switched to that Jif Natural when I went on like that low-carb diet, and I like it better. To be honest, Jif and Jif Natural are not any different. Yeah, it has less yeah. sugar, less carbs. Taste-wise. Identical. I'm saying yeah. taste-wise. Identical things. Guys, stay away from the sugars. Uh, David says, little boxes are different than big box, just like snack size candy bars are different than full size. I will actually agree with that because the little boxes are always stale. Have you ever noticed that? Every one of them. Because nobody buys them. Every single time we go, every single time we go uh, camping, yep, you open up a box of cereal and we pour them in and they're stale. Every time. Brand new box. The only time we ever buy them is when we go camping and then they're horrible. We always get them, but... Half of the cereal See, is Rice Krispies, and you never eat those. See, I don't buy them. I don't know. Rice Krispies is fine if you have enough peanut. Like, you just uh, got to wait till they go stale. And bananas and sugar. sugar. Terrible. Uh, Do you CJ put sugar says, on everything, man? Everything. CJ says Crispix. You're going to have diabetes. I already do, probably. 
I'm sure. That's not I, a joke. I can man. get you some test and supplies. Yeah. You got some test and supplies. Speaking of... Uh, Were you riding a horse in here earlier? Diabetes test and supplies. Uh, I, I hit you up with a fact the other night. You did. Uh, it hit me to the heart. Wilfred Brimley. Hit me to the core of me. The famous... It was Wilfred Brimley, right? Yeah. Diabetes test and supply guy. Old, yeah. uh, old West actor. Western guy. He was in a movie called Cocoon. He was. Steven he was Spielberg a, movie. Ooh. Where, uh, like way back in the day. Aliens come for a bunch of retiree old people. Wasn't, yep. um... And there's a return... Steve Gutenberg's in it. Yeah, yep. but wasn't, uh... Yes, there was a return of Cocoon. Yeah. No, what's the guy's name? I don't know, Jerry. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum? No. no he was, he was in Cocoon, wasn't he? I don't think so. Steve Gutenberg. Maybe that's what you're Anyway, the premise of the movie is a bunch of old people. Yeah. Right? Wilford Brimley was only 49 years old when he made that movie. What? 40, 49. 49. Look it up. He was nine years older than you, dude, when he made the movie Cocoon. Look a picture of him up in the movie Cocoon. He looks like an old, old, old man. Very old man. So he told me that, and I immediately Googled it because I want to be like, what does he look like? And he looked like a 70-year-old man. He Gray hair, like relatively gray hair. It was like kind of like salt and pepper hair, but... He looked so old. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't remember, David, if Walter Matthau was also in Cocoon. He might have been, but Wilfred Brimley was the main character. In Good Lord. It, I don't think it's the same guy as Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears was Walter Matthau, right? Correct. Yes. Walter yeah. Matthau. That's Walter Brimley is different. It's a different guy. I mean... I, he might have also been, and there was a lot of old people in Cocoon. Yeah. But Walter and, Matthau was the main character of Cocoon. Correct. Steve Gutenberg. Also, I, I would venture to bet in Bad News Bears, Walter Matthau also looked like an old man, and he was probably in his 40s. Well, you know I'm going to look that up right now. If you're, I, I, there is a way I can show a picture, right? Yes, there is. Um. No, I can't. Uh, you have to look it up on your own. But it's a, it's a crazy fact. Yeah, it it is insane when you look at them. And we started talking about like the age of people nowadays compared to what what people looked like then. Do you think the way we live is well? I don't live particularly healthy lifestyle. I don't think we necessarily live healthy. But do you think the ease of life is making us look younger? I don't know. But mm. it, it, when we were, or before we were little, 55 years old was like dead. Yeah. You were an old man. I was an old man. But, yeah, I mean, but you retired at 65. That's why you got Social Security, because most people didn't live past 70. Yeah. So it's the ease of life. That has to be what it is. It's like... Everything in life is becoming so much easier for us. I wouldn't say that. I don't think so. Something we just have better healthcare in general. But you're not you're not digging ditches. You're not like out there like with a team of mules. Like you're not working. Yeah, they weren't doing that in the eighties either. Yeah, but they were it when they were growing up in the forties. That's the point. Is like those guys at the 50, people in their fifties and the eighties weren't growing yeah, but, up in the forties. We have antibiotics. There's, if you They're get, 50 years old in the 80s. They were born in the 30s. They were absolutely growing up in the 40s. He's right. 
Okay. They were growing up in the forties and fifties. But yeah. Absolutely they were little kids. But their life as a ten to twenty year old was growing up in the forties, fifties, and sixties. That doesn't mean they were digging ditches. Yeah. How do you know? A lot of people weren't digging ditches. Yeah. I mean, how a many lot di- of them were. I mean, how many ditches I'm do you not- think they dug? Okay. Most uh, people weren't digging ditches, Jerry. Okay, yes. Digging, in the 50s and 60s. Not necessarily digging ditches, but their life was significantly harder than what you are growing up with now. That their would- life was physically harder than what we have to deal with from the 80s well, until the 2000s. Well, that, that's so what... So, therefore, they have a physical toll on their body which made them look older i think i think it's just perspective yeah i think it's just the perspective of what you see you when you're watched, young i'm sure have you eight, seen the golden girls listen i'm sure an eight-year-old would look at a 55 year old now and i mean think, think about your dad old I mean, think about your dad when you're a kid when he was my dad age. has not aged we can't use my dad he hasn't aged like at oh, all. do you not remember your dad when you were 10 years old when, when he was almost 40 you know, yeah, he seemed like ancient to you, but he looks exactly the same now. But I'm telling you, I get the point. Yeah, Thanks, I do Chris. too. But look at the Golden Girls, like watch the Golden Girls that show. I mean, I remember and all of those women were portraying like 70 year old women. A lot of them were in their 40s and 50s. No, yeah, they filmed that. Yes, they were. Yeah, the youngest one on the show was, was actually the oldest, oldest one in real Estelle life. Getty. Estelle Getty was the mother of all of them, and then she was the youngest person on the show. Bullshit. B. Arthur was the oldest person, and she was portraying like a 60-year-old woman. And she was like 40. Is he right? He is right. I mean, I don't know if he's got all the particulars right. No, but I, I'm not saying exactly this is what it was. But Estelle Getty was the mom. Really? She was the youngest person. I don't think on the she show. was the youngest one. I'm just, I think the Very fact close. is that B. Arthur was older, older than, her. than all of them, than all of the other I, actresses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. I'm just it telling you. Looking it up. We got to move along. Yeah, we got to do the news. Old people Ooh. look old. That's what we get out of that. Fuck you, Jerry. It always comes back to Golden <laughs> Girls. No one says. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we got on that. All my Thank point you is, for being a friend. Look at Walter Matthau. <laughs> Walter Matthau. Not Walter Matthau. God damn I gotta it, put that. I got to put that on our thing. Thank you for being a friend. Uh-huh. Travel down the road and back Do you again. remember, by the way, now at 151 Your episodes. Your is true. You're a pal and a confidant. confidant. If so you that- can work confidant into a song... I will do that. You're a genius songwriter. (laughs) That's all there is to it. Wow. Okay. The first, since we're in a a 151, we're basically Mm -hmm. old pros at this. Uh huh. A little bit of a retrospective. 51. For like the first 20 episodes, maybe ish. Yeah. We had TV, classic TV theme songs. We did at at the the end end of of every show. show. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. We did Perfect Strangers. A lot of people never heard those because they wouldn't. You know, you didn't it. go out to the end of the show, but oh, we did. I the only reason we stopped doing that is because, like, we understood it was like copyright infringement. And Dan, David said maybe, at thirty-five, Tank Snyder was firing fastballs in batting practice while wearing jeans and an FS Pearl snap. Probably on yeah. I mean, it was uh, the farmer's elevator. Oh, know. Dan said, I believe it was Mazan Farmer's Elevator. Yeah, right. it was. He didn't work for FS. That was the direct competitor. Oh, yeah. and he. he yeah. He never did work for FS either, did he? Never. No. Nope. He quit. 
Better than work for the damn dirty fissers. Yeah, I was, he wasn't going to do that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, news, Jerry? News coming up is that we have a lot of shows that are going to premiere very uh, soon. I know. I can't wait. We've so had much, so much content coming We've out. had multiple. Hey, where's mine? Right there. Oh, all right. Thank you. Um, we've had multiple. Star Fog, te- by the way, sponsored by Yingers. Yingling. Um, oh, we, we also have an ad that we got to do later. We do? Yeah. You want to just do it now? Probably should. Sure. Snarf Talk Podcast this week is sponsored by Grundy County Combat Club. Oh. If you're looking to combat I was not aware that. your club, poor health, if you're looking to combat anxiety, depression, if you're looking to combat low self-esteem, do you want to fight back on the way you feel? Do you want to fight the world? Do you want to fight Everyone, including yourself. Join Grundy County Combat Club. First lessons free, only $55 a month. Kickboxing, boxing, several lessons a week. Brazilian Mazan, Illinois, right downtown in the old Mazan market. Check it out. Do you want to fight back your stepdad? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that, should we say that? You can say no. that. Okay. You want to you wanna, <laughs> you wanna fight your Stepmom, once and for all. Yeah. Fight your demons. Grundy County Kickboxing Club. Oh, combat a, Club. Oh, com- turn. Combat Club. Do you want to fight your brother? Once uh, and for all. CJ said, your older brother. They sell that <laughs> stuff in uh, Illinois yet? No, they don't. But they send it to us, courtesy of the messenger, Miss Erica Fry. Duchess yep. of Snarf. The Duchess of Snarf. Duchess of Snarf. Actually, she's a lady of Snarf now. Have you been small your whole life and you want to fight back on the taller oppressor? Have you looked at everyone around Grundy you County and noticed that everybody has larger hands than you? Do you want these small hands grabbing on to Big Macs? And you want to fight you want to fight back on the People that hate smells small like cabbage, hands. Too. Did you ever notice that? Grundy County Kickbox and Fighting Combat Combat Club. I think you're going to join. Sounds like you guys. <laughs> you need. Do you ever? You need to work some issues out. You need to join. Do you ever hate everyone else around you that's taller? <laughs> Grundy County Fight Man Club. Speaking of that, Jerry came over today. He had to borrow a uh, a measuring wheel. Yes. And I said, it's in the back of my truck. Come grab it. So he comes over. (laughs) I walked over the back of his truck. We're talking about, he walks up to the back of my truck. And he goes, well, how the hell are you supposed to get anything out of here? And I said, (laughs) no, no, you said, you you have to be over 5'10". I said, well, I can't do that. (laughs) You ever send your kid to go get something out of the back of the truck? He's got to climb over the tailgate to get it for you when... I see Jerry doing that right now. Every day. That's my life. So was in the back of your of the old red the truck. The worst thing. No, no, in my new truck. But the the worst part about it is I got a little little bitty stepladder in the back of my truck. <laughs> but he wouldn't be able to reach the stepladder. No, I wouldn't. It's because you're Give so me the short. step. So <laughs> the best advice I ever got was from a guy up at Brandon Road and he had a 
he had a lunchbox tied to a string. Small guy. I said, why you got that lunchbox tied to a string? He said, because I drive a big truck. Can't get in the truck. He's like, so I put my lunchbox down. I climb up on the lunchbox and I pull my, pull it up back into the truck. And I was like, oh, pretty smart. All the new trucks now have uh, like steps that come down. But they're huge. Have you noticed like how big the beds are on every new, even like a 150 or 1500? No. They're like yeah. really tall. Yeah, they're, they're taller. You got to get a Colorado, like a dude over here. I should get a Colorado. Everybody made fun of me until gas hit $4. And I was like, ha! I didn't make fun of you. I like them. I didn't make fun of you. It's a good-sized truck. I'm small. Elena said you need Ernadine's stool on a rope. That's literally what I was just no, talking about with the cooler. So, no, so she literally has a stool that she has to, she gets in a car, sits on three pillows. Well, you know what? She's I not, just told that story. She, she's about the same height as you. No, no she's, she's significantly smaller. My grandma had the same thing, though. She'd I just on, gave her a hug the pillows. other day. She's 93 years old. I know, and I'm, that's fine. She's amazing. She's a wonderful woman. I love her. All right. News. Yeah. I was talking about a lot of new New trailers that are coming out. Yes. A lot of new shows. So, Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. Like, soon. Like, the 27th. Next Next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. Very soon. We've been talking about it for a long time, and it is finally happening. I'm so excited. I can't contain it. Just can't hide it. The newest trailer came out two weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one. Looks amazing. It gives me all of the feels between <clears throat> Obi-Wan and Anakin. It, it does. It legit looks incredible. Yeah. I, I want to know in this show what happens between Anakin and Obi-Wan like during that time. Like the hiatus. Like I, what's going I, on. I, 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 don't, I don't think I, you're going to see Anakin. I don't necessarily think you'll see anything between them besides a little, a little bit. They might have a little connection. No, to I the think you see quite a bit because I've seen some press uh, with Hayden Christensen, and he's been saying like, I "This is the this will be and is the truest representation we have seen on screen of Darth Vader and of Anakin Skywalker and their dynamic with each other." But do you think it'll be through the Force and not? No. Like physically no, together. I think you're going to see uh, Darth Vader slash Anakin, how much hate. Right. And what really fuels him being a, a, a character. Well, I hope they go the route of, if you're not familiar, there's a great uh, comic book, Jerry Company, with the writer, um, but it's the Vader Immortal series. Uh, or yeah, not a Vader yeah. Immortal. Oh, the wow. Vader series from Marvel. Um, it's a writer we love. It's Charles Soule. Charles Soule. Charles yes. Soule. Um, and he does the best. Because it's early Vader, mm-hmm. and what it is, it's, what's it called? Is it Vader Down? There, there's Vader Down, and there's just Vader. It's Vader Down, is what I'm thinking of, though. And uh, it I, gives I the best them. picture that we've seen of a young Darth Vader mm-hmm. that's still not worked himself up the ranks of the Empire. Right. So he's very much taking orders, which he always kind of did from, but, like, Tarkin. And all and we're left with at the end of, like, uh, episode three... It's like him becoming Vader, and then you don't know what happens. Yeah, all you see is later on when he's become kind of the number two in charge. But he was unsure of himself, and mm-hmm. you see that in the comics, it's, and I it, hope they do that in the show. Because there's two comic runs. There's, well, Vader, there's more, more than there, two, well, but yeah. There's, there's actually four or five, but yeah, there, there's Vader, there's Vader down, and they're great because they actually see how much 
pain he's still going through from losing Padme. I talked about oh, there's, it with Charles Soule at you did. Comic-Con. Yes, you were there. Yeah. Um, and it was amazing. It was an amazing interview. Mm-hmm. It's on and that you phone have right that there. Videotaped. Yes. Yes, and we need to release that. We were drunk. Um, no, we weren't. Not then. Is that just me and you? Or that we, we was no, I wasn't. It was there. just me and you. Yeah, we weren't drunk. Uh, we might have been later on when I interviewed the guy that wrote the children's book, and then dude oh. was getting really uncomfortable, and he's like, "Dude, we need to go." He was like yelling at me. I don't remember that, but I was pretty drunk. That was the first day. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, was like, we went to, to interview this guy. All right. And I was talking to him. He made a series of children's books about like feelings and how children can process feelings. And I get in this in-depth conversation with this guy. About feelings. And, yes. And dude just keeps grabbing me. He's like, we got to go. We got to go. I think the guy was getting a little weirded out. No, he out, wasn't. But... You were getting weirded out. <laughs> I think it was more like he was weirded out. And I was picking up on the vibe. And you're like, wow, man. And I'm like, we... no, he felt the feelings. Yeah. yeah you felt the feelings. But that guy didn't. Whatever, dude. He wrote the feelings. Yeah. Anyway. It's a good day. Coming up, by the way, C2E2 in a couple months. Oh, yeah. August. August. We're going back. Um, Obi-Wan looks amazing. I think there's going to be... Yes, I doubt you'll see them face-to-face a lot because that would... Well, that that would wise that would that work. would change totally change canon. But mm-hmm. he's he's going to be off world. I mean, he's not on Tatooine the whole time. No, he's not. He's, he's all over the place. They're chasing him. They're around. chasing him. They're well, hunting so, him so, now. Well, I I don't know from the previews. You, there's not much of Obi Wan other than on Tatooine, but there's lots of, of in the second trailer. There is mm, not that I saw. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna go back and watch it again. Because, I'll have to go watch because I saw. I'm thinking this is more of a. The Inquisitors, how the Inquisitors play into the new sto- uh, world of Star Wars. Since um, it was my understanding that he was on the run and they were chasing him, and he was kind of coming and going from Tatooine. But mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Yeah, that's literally I what I thought. Um. Anyway, next they started filming Ahsoka. Finally, ah oh, yes, production has started wait. for Ahsoka, which I'm super on board with like obviously everybody's on board with that uh that was a small tidbit but also boys season three. Oh, when does that come out is it soon? june something it's, it's beginning soon. of june i just watched the trailer for it like a couple hours before i came here um i think that i'm more excited about this season than any of the seasons of the show based on the trailer and based on what we've seen i am really excited for it. it's just I love the boys and how it's real world, and, and I can't wait to see a Homelander just kill No, everybody. I don't think it's going to be about Homelander. I mean, he's going to be involved, but I, I think mean, there's the, so much more. Yeah, I think he's the major, you know, they're, they're spoilers um, for a trailer, but they're teasing um, serum that can give all the guys superpowers for yeah. 24 hours. Uh, Soldier Boy looks like an interesting kind of a Captain America clone, really, in a way. I think they're honing in on Soldier Boy. Yeah. Soldier boy. I love the whole point. There's that one saying from, I forgot the character's name, but he goes, uh, you're becoming the one thing we fought against. And yep. that, um, when that, I heard that, I'm like, oh, man, this is so much more than it has been the last two seasons. Right. It so much elevates more, everything. The story. Everything is elevated to the next level. <laughs> Nolan says exactly what I was thinking when I watched that trailer. I just want to see Homelander and the cow. I want to see what happens when he milks that cow. Is he going to just pull the guts out of that cow? I don't know. 
you got to watch the trailer in order to know that. Like, yes. Obviously, he's doing some like a promo, like a video, I'm assuming. Probably. So he probably doesn't, but maybe. Um, wouldn't put it past it. Um, boys. Anyway, what else? She-Hulk. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Terrible. I'm a huge She-Hulk fan, and I just haven't, I haven't seen it You're yet. You're going to love it. So, yeah, I'm on board with all yep. of it. I'm... I'm on record. That's She Hulk is probably one of my favorite characters I know. in the Marvel Universe. Um, it's incredible. Doesn't get the the love that a lot of the other superheroes get, but the writing has always been really solid on the comic, and the so premise has always been very. Good. Here's where I'm hesitant on all of this: is that a lot of people have never read She Hulk. Like nobody knows She Hulk, right? So I feel like that trailer comes out and the show comes out and everybody's like oh it's just so woman forward and they're doing well, this and it's like pandering right no it's not at all i agree with you i don't know it i haven't is, seen the trailer well, so that name of the show isn't just she hawk it's she hawk attorney of law which that's what i thought how they cool they they just didn't give like another stupid superhero name which, but I, I don't want people to think like they're putting a show out just to please like it's like a, a female audience no. yeah like it's a woke thing it's not that's been that character forever Exactly. Yeah. It has been. But coming into today's day and age where a, we've we've said it a lot, like where certain shows and certain things have became a bit woke. Like yeah, on, on a sure. lot of and I got some examples situations. in my, what, what I'm watching. But this is not it. Like this show is not it. I, I don't feel like it's going to be that way. I it, would agree. I, I doubt that they if would you, do that. Like even watching... Uh, the trailer, like it shows what the comic book kind of is, and it it depicts what She Hulk is, like with the Hulk in the mainstay. Like the Hulk is there, you see him in the trailer. Yeah, Bruce Banner or Professor Hulk, right? Whatever, however you want to look at it, yeah. exactly. So like he's he's very apparent, and it's it's nothing. I don't want people to think that this is a woke show. That is like of the culture that we're. I mean, we don't know. We haven't seen it, right? I don't, we don't see Marvel. Know. I don't. But see right now, I think it's on point. From their path. No, I think I, it's they got a formula. Yeah, but either way, I think it's on point with the with the comic book. So from the trailer, Cash was really interested in She Hulk, um, probably around Christmas time because she came out on Fortnite. They had a mm-hmm. She Hulk on Fortnite, so I bought him like the compendium She Hulk, like the whole compendium from Marvel. And got it, gave it to him for Christmas. I'm like, oh, you can read it all. He read like two pages, and he's like, Dad, this is not appropriate. And I started reading through it. I'm like, oh, it's not. Oh, man. <laughs> it's very not aggressive woman. That yeah, it's not really likes, appropriate. Really, really likes men. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, She-Hulk, I'm looking forward to it. I got another one that they announced today. Okay. What? Um, Daredevil. What? Coming back. Yeah. With to a the, series. To the MCU. To the MCU on Disney+. Plus. On Disney+. Plus. Same it's Charlie Cox, oh, yeah. same actor. They're bringing it back. Amazing. I don't know all the details of it. I, I didn't read the full article, but it's got a series in production. That gives me hope for Punisher. I mean, he has to I'm, come I'm back. On Disney Plus. Why not? That is one of the most violent shows I've ever seen. Maybe, but they that, do have like rated R stuff now. That was a big thing recently for Disney Plus, yeah, right? I yeah. Mean, well, maybe that's I mean, possible, but Disney made Touchstone Touchstone Pictures back in the eighties, in the early nineties, whenever it was, just to be able to make right, adult I'll read content. It. New Daredevil series is coming to Disney Plus. Daredevil 
um, gets his introduction to the MCU. A new Daredevil series is on its way to Disney Plus, according to the report from Variety. So that's pretty, you know, good source. Uh, Matt Corman and Chris Ord are attached to write and executive produce a new series for the hero that will stream exclusively on Disney Plus. Uh, they created shows like Covert Affairs on USA, as well as producing The Enemy Within and The Brave, other series they had. So different production crew, just Charlie Cox. It, it's probably not going to bring back anything from the Netflix series. It's probably a fresh reboot. It won't necessarily bring it back, but I, I hope they keep the character the same. I mean, you know what I mean, like, well, he was in Spider Man. I mean, as a lawyer. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio was in Hawkeye. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So that character's coming back for sure, and mm-hmm. that's the best villain in MCU history. Mm-hmm. By far. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm beyond gotta, excited. I got to finish Hawkeye. Yeah. Cripes. Yeah. yeah. No, you have to. You have to. Well, it is. It's good. So we, It's a great Christmas. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, matter. Like You have to keep watching these things in order for the movie's to continue. Well, we started watching it, and then Chris was like, "I don't get that. I don't. I, I don't get it." And I'm like, "All right, we gotta go back up." So we went back and watched the whole, the entire MCU universe, and got her up to speed so she could watch Hawkeye, which we haven't done yet. But you have to watch, you have to watch the TV shows in order for the movies to make sense. Now she's, she's that's the way they. And we're gonna do a review of one of the TV shows pretty soon. <laughs> um, I got a piece of news. Right. Go ahead. Has anybody been? Where are we out of time? By the way, plenty. Hour and five minutes. Has anybody been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? Oh, my gosh, yes. I stopped. Has anybody not been following the trial? I have not stopped. This is the greatest piece. I did finally stop, too, because it just got to be way too much. I love it. I watch it all the time. When I I saw a picture of her in uh, Dr. Evil, I I couldn't hold it. I started laughing in my office. My boss walked down the hallway. It's just crazy because. It's insane. Well, first of all. Everybody is backing Johnny Depp, and by all accounts, he seems like a good guy. But I want to—he is a strange duck, man. Oh yeah, that's an odd bird, that guy. Mm-hmm. He, yes, he's an odd bird. I don't think anybody has ever questioned that. Becca, it, Becca, Becca says, speaking my language now. Has, has anybody questioned the fact that he's also a raging drug is, addict? Oh yeah, so is she. So is she. Um, they literally bring up how much. Drugs, they do. Yeah, she did. A, she took a grump on his bed. This is by far the most insane thing I've ever so, heard. Anyway, he's insane, whatever, but it's fun to watch him, and he's hilarious on the trial. She is a sociopath. Oh, man. it's There's a lot of problems crazy. with her. Crazy. Her acting on that stand. Um, yes. She's not going to be uh, making an appearance in Aquaman 2. She's not. She got canceled. No, she got they canceled. They canceled her contract. Yeah, I think. They, yeah. No, that's, yeah. That happened a couple days ago. Yep. Um, so I listened to Joe Rogan uh, earlier today. I was listening to his podcast, and they played the whole audio clip when she was claiming that she donated all the money from their divorce settlement, $7 million to charity. And, and she she's hasn't. on the stand being cross-examined or by, being questioned by yeah. um, Johnny Depp's lawyer. And she's like, but you didn't. And she's just like, yes, I did. I donated the money. And she's like, but you didn't donate the money. You've accepted the money, but have you donated it? She's like... I did donate it. They're like, no, no, you didn't. I've no pledged to donate pledged. it. That's that was the wording. She's like, yes, I have pledged to donate this amount of money, and they're like, 
pledged and donate are two different things. This and one she had literally, for like 25 minutes. And she literally said like, well, I think pledged is what you're saying donate is. And she, she's like, I will do it, but I got sued. And they're like, but you got the settlement like two years before you got sued. And you have four years before. Give any money up. Man, she totally played, uh, totally committed perjury. I can't. Oh, multiple times. She's, I can't, really she, she's crazy, but also he's, they're both crazy. Oh, shit. It's ridiculous. He is crazy, right? Very much so. Oh, but he also hasn't lied. I mean, he, he made a cannon. He had a cannon built to shoot Hunter S. Thompson's uh, ashes out of it. Which that, was amazing. Yeah. Listen, when he and then was. filmed it. I know. He's done some things while filming to be literally considered insane. Yeah. He's eccentric. That's the word. Eccentric. <laughs> yeah. Even in his daily life, he is eccentric. And I don't think anybody would argue that. And I don't think he's arguing that. He's came on stand and like said, like, yeah, yeah, I did all that stuff. Okay. Like, what Sue else? Sue me. What else do you have on me? Yeah, I'm weird. I did a lot of these things. Never shit on a bed. <laughs> Never shit on my own bed or do anybody you, else's. Do you, though, believe... Any facet of when she says that he probably hit her at some point. I mean, we know that she hit him. That's not debatable. She admitted it. But do you believe that he also probably hit her? And is it considered domestic abuse if both parties are hitting each other constantly? It is. I mean, it is considered domestic abuse regardless. So does that make it any better when she writes a story calling him a domestic abuser does it really make it any better that she's also hitting him? Well, the problem is you have to prove it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he put hands on her. I everything that he's he stuck to his story. That's the thing. His story hasn't changed. Her, no, her. I just don't really see why this is a From, defamation lawsuit, right? He lost income because of the yeah article she wrote. A bad mouth, thousand percent. Well, he got no doubt about that. But the point is. What is her abuse of him? How is that even relevant to the case? Why is it even relevant to the case? Because he also had a defamation case against her saying, like, I'm not the guy that's doing this. She's doing it to me. But I don't Which see is how also that's relevant me. to the case of he, him having a defamation case against her no, for no, claiming no. that he abused her and it wrecked his career. Her case was first. No, her no. case is in response to his. She, yes. He's being countersued. Oh, okay. That's not that's not cases even being heard right now. This is a defamation case that he's bringing against her, saying her article that she wrote about him lost him jobs, which it did. It did. Yeah, he absolutely lost, did. Lost Jack Sparrow. Lost Pirates of the Caribbean. Lost yeah. Fantastic Beasts. He mm-hmm. lost the two biggest movie franchises in movie franchises. Yes. I mean, so what's the argument there? Well, I just don't see like where do, where does the e- like I, where are you equaling this out at? But all they're talking about is the whole first part of the trial was establishing that she was in fact abusing him. But how is that relevant to a defamation case against her for an article she wrote? No, it's it's he, proving he, he, that yeah, he was being abused. But that abused prove that he wasn't also abusing her. That's not what we're talking about, though. I just don't see how it's relevant, how her abuse of him is relevant in the defamation case 
against her for claiming that he was an abuser. How could it not be? Yeah. How is it? Because he can be abused and an abuser at the same time. But that's not the case you're looking at. No, the case he, you're looking at is being abused. I see where you're going. I, I I agree with you there, Chris. But there's no evidence of her of him abusing her at all. So I think that's what they're trying to establish. He's 100 percent correct that there's nothing saying there's no written documents anywhere that he hit her. But there's correct. multiple things of, of her abusing him. But I don't see how that's so, relevant. To well, the case. he's trying to say it's all how self-defense. It Anything he did was in self-defense. Okay, that I could understand. But he's already lost a case against her in England, right? In the UK, no, it happened all. In, everything happened in Australia. I thought no, in, Australia. In, in, yeah, I thought it was in the UK. It was Australia. It was Australia. Whatever. He lost that case, the first one, which they now found that she was lying in. Yeah, which is weird. Now, now what do they do about that? And then she's got this whole case against him that hasn't even been started. It's too much. It's a lot. That's it's kind, a lot. That's kind of why I quit watching. I was like, oh I will God. not quit watching it. <laughs> It is the best TV I've watched in a long time. It's the best TikToks. The TikToks are great. Yeah. And the TikToks work because they condense everything down into like a a minute, you know? Yeah. No, the biggest thing is about her. I don't care. I literally don't care who is found guilty, who was found innocent. I don't care. It makes no sense in my life to ever care about anything. Of course, yes. But what I do care about is their lawyers. Well, so her, her lawyers, lawyers is ridiculous. <laughs> her her team and his team are two substantially different people. Her lawyer is like the female version of Mr. Magoo. There's no joke. <laughs> She's like fumbling, <laughs> dropping. <laughs> she stood on the stand and did this. <sighs> Give me a minute. What? Like you're in the middle of a court case. There's a you're a, a trial. Like you're. You're in the middle of a trial. I'm, There's a goes, jury there. She goes, I'm trying here. Yeah. And she literally did this. <sighs> I'm trying. Just give me a minute. Well, how do you know? How do you know what? that the, the, the feces on the bed wasn't from the dog? Oh, because they're teacup Yorkies. <laughs> yes. You can spit their shit in the palm of my hand. That's <laughs> amazing. That's absolutely amazing. I could fit a teacup murky shit in my hand. Did he Hers. become Hunter S. Thompson after that movie? Because he sounds exactly it's like him. him. Well, he oh, lived with him for, what was it, a year? A year and a half. But yeah. He must have, like, he took his persona. That is Well, I mean, Hunter S. Thompson now. liked drugs, too. I mean, he's, well, I know, he's very open he about it. he sounds like him. If you listen to he's uh, never changed. Hunter S. Thompson on, like, um, the late night shows. Oh, you they know? have a ton of well, behind the scenes. You, you of, know what? I... When he after he did Fear and Loathing, there there was a huge change in Don, Donnie Jeff. I, <laughs> I think, think so. Right. I Listen, think so. that's I, a great movie. My dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You don't? You've never seen that? No. She was in her like being questioned, and she said, it, "I don't know the story. You'd have to go back and look at the story she was telling." But she said, "She's literally telling this big elaborate story." And she said, "She's like standing there. She's like my dog." <laughs> She stepped on a bee. And that's what she does. She like makes this grimacing face and turns off to the side. Like it's this big ordeal. What is like crazy? A big ordeal. Is what kind of court allows both you, of them to just go on these like elaborate tangent stories? <laughs> I've never seen like, anything like this in a courtroom. Usually no. you answer the question, 
very abruptly. And we grew up with OJ. Yeah. Usually, right. And we're great friends with, and, and with uh, Kato. Kato. And <laughs> I tried to arm wrestle the man. Avocado. <laughs> Um, no, but no seriously, joke. every court case I've ever seen, I've been involved in a few. They're always very abrupt. Like, yeah, you, they don't let put, you wander. The judge shuts it down. Put Judge Judy on this. Thing. No, I would love to see. You that. know why? It's because it is a televised case that everybody is involved with, and they well, want people to be involved. And it's civil court, right? It's not criminal. Court. Right? Yeah, that's that's it the is. difference. So it I think. Matter. I don't know, but it is insane. And what I just the only thing that oh I think dog. is interesting. Is how first of all two things how f- unbelievable fake she is yes. and like how bad of an actor she is. But number two is, you know what are, like gets me really upset is that the only time she talks is speaking to the jury. Yeah, she's like this. It's like that. That is a big difference. Like Johnny Depp is talking to the lawyer. The lawyer's talking to him. She's and he'll give a response. Crazy. To the lawyer who is asking them him a question, she will look at the lawyer and accept the question, and then look what? to the jury and say, "No, I, I I didn't say that. I don't know what you're talking about." And Mr. Field is asking you what's in the Yeti. You can show him the. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm not drinking tonight. Oh, okay. I don't think she's doing drugs in court because I don't know how you would. Becca Bean asks, is she doing drugs in court? I don't know. No way. Maybe. 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 I don't know. There's no way to tell. I don't know how they can go on these elaborate stories. And her stories. I do believe she's on drugs. Are crazy. I I heard on on uh, Joe Rogan the other day um, that they had. I thought this was interesting. Not really relevant, but interesting. They had like. They can like scientifically analyze faces, right? I can do that. My eyes. <laughs> you don't have scientifically analyzed eyes. They can. Do you see these? He's a look human at, lie detector. Look at these glasses. I can see tomorrow. I know how to judge people. Anyway, you go you ahead. Let can. me see. I'll tell you right so. now. No, hang on, dude. Hold it together. I'll tell if you're telling the truth. Okay, right that's not anything about what I'm talking about. Oh, all right. Okay, they can analyze faces to determine attractiveness. Beep, beep, boop, it has boop. a lot to do with like symmetry and different facial features. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. Go ahead, okay. continue. And according, <laughs> according to these scientific analysis prior to this, she was considered the most attractive person alive. Like her face. Hang on. Play the crickets again. I don't think that's true. Just telling you what I heard on Joe Rogan. Wait, who told you that? I heard it on Joe Rogan's podcast. I thought it was interesting. It's got to be true. You don't think she is? No. Did you see her Have you seen her sister? Uh, No. They're almost like identical. Really? Yeah. She doesn't look as good in this trial, but if you look at her like an Aquaman, she's she's a good looking... Good-looking lady. And you think... I'm going to kick her out of bed for eating crackers in it. So you're just going to judge a woman on her looks? Yeah. Uh, Becca said she's put pills in her mouth. Looked like she snorted coke. She did. I saw that one. She did yeah, look I like saw she that snorted one, yeah. coke. 
and hit a bottle from an officer in her pocket. She, she did do that too. And she I've seen pulled, the pills thing too. But who, she pulled a bottle out who and she had it sitting little, in front of her. Love a little bump of cocaine. I mean, I just mean, gotta get a bump. Gotta get a bump <sighs> here and there. God, it's a high stress situation. But I mean, she pulled a bottle she out. Gotta be she, on top of your game. She had a bottle in front of her and the officer came walking in front of her and she immediately like stuffed it in her pocket. Like, oop. If Whoops. she if she's doing drugs in court, whoopsie, she's got a real problem. I think she has a real problem. Yeah. All right, we need to move on. We are far past that. We're past how much time I want to spend in my life on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I'm not. I would talk about this all day long. I, I probably that and peanut butter. Okay, you want to get to oh, what we're watching? You want to fight about peanut butter, dude? You want to fight me? You want to fight me about peanut butter? Jeff sucks. Moon Knight. That is a show that we're going to review recently. it right now. Dude hasn't seen it. He's going to get it spoiled for him. There yeah, w- that's all right. There will be spoilers. We're not going to talk in like it's huge cripes. specifics. I just want to get like the general cripes, dude. What cripes? Watch the first like, two holy episodes. Smokes. Uh, I want to get your general. I just want to get our general review, our take on it. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Um, very slow. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I guess we have not discussed this. First two episodes, really, were really slow. Um, all oh, right. the whole, the whole, uh, the whole season is slow. Okay, I, I do not like the fact that um, you don't see a lot of Moon Knight. Like, you see almost no Moon Knight. Yeah, very Moon Knight little. does not come about until last like two episodes. Well, there's last a couple. Episode. There's a couple in like the second episode, I think. Or the first but end of the first one. Very small snippets of Moon Knight coming out at the end of each episode. Okay. I get that. But you don't get like Moon Knight. No. You get not the, very often. You get you get the battle between Mark and Steven, and that's what you get. That's what the show is about. Yeah. Like a mental battle on who is who and who is in charge and where each other came from. I get that. That's fine. I just don't like the way they portrayed it where um, it's a constant battle on who is the forefront of the show. I think they should well, have I mean, had... Definitely that isn't the very first half of the show. I mean, that kind of resolves towards the end, but it, it, in the last two episodes. The last two episodes. So there's only six episodes. Yeah. The majority of the show, every hour of what you watch, is a constant battle between two people that did not need to happen. It They could have resolved this within two episodes and then had them work together okay, the wait. rest of the season. So they can resolve a lifetime of mental illness and dissociative identity disorder and just wrap that up in a couple episodes? Is that your... You're maintaining that? What I'm saying that is... That would like, have made sense? You could have done it a lot better than what they did. It's boring to watch. It's boring to watch that. I'm frankly a little shocked because I'll tell you right now. No, I think it's so boring. This is my I've, favorite Marvel TV show. What is that the whole point of Moon Knight? Is it? No, I don't agree. Yeah, that he is has, the whole point of Moon Knight. He has split personalities. And one's a superior and one's not. That's the whole principle behind it. Yes, 100%. I've, I've read a lot of Moon Knight. I've read them. I just... They don't portray it the same way. It's, it's I'm going to tell you what. I I thought, for me, it was probably 
Maybe there's an argument there for Falcon and Winter Soldier um, being up there. That was really good. Different, for sure. But super interesting. I was I gravitated towards this, especially towards the second half, the last three episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, and I thought probably it was one of the most interesting. It was probably my favorite or in the in the conversation for the top two of the Marvel TV shows. I'll tell you a few reasons why. I, I won't disagree with that. I'm not saying it's not in the top of Marvel. Like, How can you say you didn't like it yeah. and it'd be in the top? I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it certain episode, like the majority of the, like the first, like the first four episodes really were relatively boring. Thank you, Matt. I am nimble in this rolling chair. I got a roller I, blade wheels on my chair. I also thought like uh, you do. vision. I yes. I also Holy thought shit. like Wanda Vision was boring oh, all we the way back. up through the end. We want, we but back. it doesn't mean me it's and Chris bad. went back and watched all of Marvel. It's watch WandaVision. Oh, you know what? You're love WandaVision. The first up two episodes. Oh my god! The first They're two brutal. episodes are brutal. Brutal. Well, what? The, but I don't when, think when, that when it came show out, was, was bad like, at all. This is the, watching it. I remember when it came out. I was like, this is different. This is cool. Yeah, Where we were making going? a lot of excuses for it, though. I think at the time, you are correct. Now it's like this is just slow, but it was a slow show. And I did love. So I love Loki a lot. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think is probably the pinnacle. That was a really good show. Listen, yeah. let me let me get my point across. I don't think any of those shows are different from Moon Knight because I think the first four episodes are all the same. Across all of them, they're relatively slow in building the story up to where you want it to go. So you're sitting there waiting for those characters that you know the potential, you know what's going, like, relatively what's going to happen with their characters beyond that, if you have any idea of the characters that, like, like we do. Like, you know what's going to happen. So waiting for that buildup is a little... I don't know, like, it made me angry because it wasn't as fast as what it should be. Every show did that. Moon Knight, or Moon Knight has done that. Uh, WandaVision did that. I definitely that. did not feel that with Moon Knight at all. I did. Uh, it just, right. it felt too slow because all they did was constantly go back between Mark and Steven, between every show. I already knew they had a struggle we need to advance that struggle but a little bit. You've read the comics. Not everybody has. Moon Knight said not a, he's not Thor. He's it's not, not a popular Iron Man. comic. I know. They're, and they're even setting so. up a character base where it's like. So even so, all, the people that have never read the comics, I feel like you should advance that I, I tell you a what, little bit quicker. I will spend 20 episodes watching Oscar Isaac oh, yeah. in anything. I agree. He's so phenomenal in I this have, show. Yes. That yes, I will yes, watch yes, it. Yes, yes, Ethan Hawke was great. Um, the. Lola, it was Lola, Layla. Layla. She was great. Um, towards the end of the show, there's a a, a, t- a turn to a very Indiana Jones vibe. Yes. That I think is It was all Indiana Jones. Yes. Very, I, I think it was very much so. Huge Indiana Jones. And I like that. Loved. And that, that's something we haven't seen before <sighs> in the Marvel Universe, in my opinion. I like the, um, the Egyptian mythology oh, yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I loved, loved, loved the last couple episodes when they go into the nether, you know, realms. Yes. And the boat. Oh, the boat was incredible. Um, and the whole and scene where, in the insane asylum. I mean, all of that to me was, 
I just absolutely, I, I liked it a lot. Okay. So, I'm not saying I don't love this show. I 1,000% do. I didn't think the first four episodes held up to what I wanted it to be. Once they got on the boat, and uh, you lose, is it Mark? Steven. Steven. Goes overside the boat. Hmm. Spoilers. This is a spoiler-ridden he, he review. Did, yeah, I guess, but... Kind of. I mean, that's a big deal. Okay. Like, as soon as Steven goes over the boat, like, things change from there on out. And when that happened... Well, I liked everything previous to that, when they're well, going back and exploring their the history and their childhood. Leading up to that, though, like, you learn all of that stuff, then Steven falls over the boat, and you're like, holy shit, the connection that they have, even though it's the same person, it blew me away, like... That connection right there where he was so, like, depressed and, like, anxious to, like, get that guy back. Like, we got to get that. Like, he's screaming over the boat, like, Mark. Or Steven. I can't remember. Steven. Is it Steven? But that's the whole, they, they set like up the first four shows for you to feel that way. Yeah. That, that's the whole point. And that's I what Nolan it, says here. As somebody who so slow. As someone who didn't know anything about Moon Knight. so slow. I enjoyed the slow build, the mystery, the Egyptian tone, and the influence. And I agree. In fact, if I maybe had, I just maybe it's because I just wanted the end result. If I had any issues with the show, in my opinion, um, it was twofold. It was one, there wasn't a lot of Moon Knight, and in my opinion, what we did get of Moon Knight looked very cartoony, very subpar. And I do subpar. not like. I do not like. And that. the tone just felt off. Felt off. Feeled off. The. The tone felt off compared to the comics where it's more Batman vibe. The CGI is n- it's not, not great. great. Um, and then, so I love him in the early two. I love the Moon Knight from the early two thousands uh, Spider Man. Yeah, cartoon where he's just batshit crazy, literally. And absolutely love right. That. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes, I love that as yeah. well. That's, it's it, not. No one said. I also like that Mark was the action guy and Stephen was the Egyptologist. I think they lean mm. in the first half a little too heavy into the Steven as a nerd thing. In the end, they give you more Steven as being capable, and that makes was, more sense. There was no capability of Steven no. throughout the whole first four to five episodes. So It took so long for him to be capable of doing anything until they got to the boat. The only second complaint I'd have is, and, and actually um, Nolan brought this up, he said uh, the whole... Venom, Khonshu, disembodied voice actor thing. It's just a little much. Yeah. And I don't know what they could have done different, but... um, It's narrated in the comic books. There also is a problem, too, with the stakes of the show. So you never really feel like there's any genuine threat. Right. Um, And then in the end, the genuine threat isn't resolved by Moon Knight. Mm -mm. So that's odd um and kind of detracts from it it's very much like there's two different stories going on one is just a struggle in moon knight's not the main character in this uh i don't agree with that i think there's two stories going on here one is the inner battle of mark and the other one is everything else that's going on right but tell me where moon knight moon knight the character is the main character 
of all of it. Well, Mark and Steven but, but, are the main character. That's I the whole know. point behind the Moon Knight comic is that it, it's not about Moon Knight. It's about... I know. I get that. I'm just saying, like, in this struggle, it is about Moon Knight overall. Now, like, Moon Knight is like a tool. He's like a weapon. Right. That's it. And he's used very sporadically. Yes. It's it's not used in the way that I thought it would be used. Correct. I would agree with that. I think they went a little bit big. So they picked a Moon Knight storyline that basically supercharged him as a as a, as an invulnerable superhero. That isn't, and that is a storyline in the it, comics. It is, but it isn't the storyline in the comics. It's one storyline. There's in the a, comics. a huge, bigger scale of moon, you know, moon Knight. Like the vast majority of, of Moon Knight is he's more of a Batman type character. He's not invulnerable. He's just a guy. And I understand they they set this up to for you to understand like the backstory of what Moon Knight is. Well, they don't really give you a lot of backstory. I just don't. They give me any. The backstory. problem is, is like that's what I was going to say. Is like I don't feel like they gave you the backstory of who Moon Knight is, who Mark and Steve are. Like they're, I don't know if you really gain anything from this show moving forward, other than the struggle between a guy's mind. Which, again, I know that's the comic book. I've read it a well, lot. I just it doesn't blend well in this show. I well, don't feel like so, it runs well in the show. So I is this more of like a build up, like Loki? Loki, there's really not. You you get some more character development in, in, in Loki. Not in, comparable uh, to Loki. Well, hold on here. Loki what, what, is a, it's a puzzle piece mm-hmm. to a larger story. So is, this feels completely separate. It, it feels completely separate, it. but it's the same. Because that's it what really it, is. Is it a character build up? Because they're building Loki up to be. Probably I don't know, and I'll phase. tell you, and I'll tell you why I'm not sure. Because the Moon Knight that will continue isn't the Moon Knight from this show. So the Moon Knight from this show is very specific to a Conchu storyline in the comic books that but, gives him a super powered suit. Okay. I don't, I don't right. think it will lend itself well going forward because you're so honed in on what Mark and Steve think of each other. And I think that's right. You well, need they've to, resolved that completely by the end. To a yeah, by the end, to a point. But so is this going to play into the, the whole Black Knight Blade group of guys that are coming in? Doubtful. I, okay, I'm I not. Watch it. They do leave a cliffhanger at the end, and I'm not going to give that away. I don't know if they'll go to a season two or go straight to a movie. They have Oscar they Isaac. Ha- they have to my, go to season my, two. He's so good. My idea is that with a star of that power, mm-hmm. you don't get him to sign on without a movie. I don't know. He's, got him to he's sign insane. On for he's a, wanting to join the MCU for a long well, time. He, he's in it now. He's in it. Six episodes to build to a movie. To introduce a character that nobody... They could never just have a Moon Knight movie. Not enough people know who it no, is. I don't think you can have a Moon Knight movie off of this. Disagree. I don't think you can. Nope. Well, it depends agree. what storyline you're going to go to and how it's Thor going to play into it. And to be all, honest, all, all the new movies. I find this the most fun interaction over a TV show that I've ever had because I don't agree with. Well, I'll say that that might be the reason they picked the Conchu storyline to focus on because it is a super powered suit and he can, with that suit, hold his own yeah. with the Avengers. Whereas he cannot. In the traditional sense. No. You know, Batman, they finagle away to make him 
in there with his superior intellect. Superior but you're not going to get that yeah. with Moon Knight. They don't set up the character as being like Bruce Wayne. In the comics, he's a billionaire. Yeah. But in the right. show, he is not. No. So that's an interesting thing. Now, he might become a billionaire because Steven is a genius. So, and that's where they tie it into Bruce but they don't they don't portray Steven as a genius in this show no I need to finish watching it because there's the the only genius that they portray is the scholar of like archaeological stuff like Mark's portion of it that's that's the part that they Steven's portion of that is that Steven I can't Steven's a dork gosh I can't Mark's the the badass I mean Mark is Moon Knight yeah the other ones are multiple personalities and that's the only portion that is smart. Like the only portion that is like intelligent yeah. about in anything the comics, they're doing. Steven is the rambunctious, adventurous billionaire. Correct. The billionaire. But that doesn't happen. And the ladies the show. man and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that's what that, I'm saying. Like, like the, the only portion of the T V show that you're getting, like that is intelligent in anything, is the guy that knows about all of the history. Yeah, I mean, Mark's a artifact. Mark's a, a warrior. That's it. Um, Has anybody seen Doctor Strange yet? Not yet. Nope. Nope. I want to see it this weekend. Did um, you? No, I want to see it. I'm wondering how this is going to tie into the multiverse. It has to. I've heard mixed reviews. So have I. I've heard great reviews, and I've heard reviews of it was really good. It just wasn't. They didn't go to the where they could have went. They, they didn't go as far as they could have hmm. or should have went. Because I want to see it in 3D. Um, I think you have to. Well, Because we, we, we saw the original Doctor Strange in 3D. Remember that, Chris? And it was just it was amazing. I was there. I'm willing I'm to go see that this weekend, if possible. I was. They weren't. All right, moving on. What you been watching? What else? I got a ton of other stuff. Does anybody else? You got one that you want to throw in? Barry. Barry. Yes, me too. That's <sighs> next on my list. Okay. Barry season three, three. is out. Um. Obviously, there's been four episodes. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to have six or eight. I would hope there's at least eight. eight. Yeah. Because they haven't covered much ground in four. No, nothing. Um, I'm I'm not feeling the Barry love this season that I have in past seasons. Yeah. There so, are things that stand out, as always. Hank, Henry Winkler's character. Um, don't jump to the shark. Definitely not making Bill Hader's character very sympathetic very in this season. No, um, so I'm interested to continue to watching, but it is not, it's not jumping up. In I know, and joy I think, as in past seasons, I agree, and I think they're doing it on purpose. I think so too. So I think there's going to be like a oh, there's for sure going to be big twists and turns and shocks. There yes. is just that's what they do in that. They show. have to, um, and it's they very cannot. funny. I mean, the Armenian or is it Ar- no? Chechnyans, Chechnyans yeah. and the Venezuelan Colombians. I've never Columbia. watched Barry, and I really need to. So oh yeah, know, you should watch. It. I know. It's it's they're just thirty minute episodes, right? So yeah, thirty minutes. I I like it. I like. I it know. Too, I know. I'm it's just slow. saying this season. I think has been a lot compared down, to the other comparatively two, to other seasons. Completely agree. Still, agree, still has a great production value. Great comedy. It it always makes me want to come back though. Absolutely. Like, I don't yes. know. I don't want to miss it. I, I, I no, watch it Sunday night every night. So. I have. So do I. I don't know what's coming next. Even though, like, no an idea episode, right now. An episode will leave you like, what the fuck, man. I'm like, what? what? Well, that's the thing they did in the past in the second season, which was a really good one. Um, 
literally they left you at the end of every episode being like, what the hell is going to happen? Right. But this episode, it's like, why are they doing this? Right. Like, why did that happen? It's like they're kind of like sidestepping Barry as like this side character. Mm -hmm. And then everything else just feels like the stakes aren't really high. But to be honest, I think that's on purpose because the last two episodes, like Barry is the forefront of everything, right? Yeah. And now they're trying to put Barry off to the side and say the Chechnyans are like the forefront of everything. Which they're very entertaining. It's very entertaining, but I think it's going to circle back around. What I just cannot, I'm done with is the whole thing with Fuchs. Right. I, I just, done. Stephen Root, I, God great, bless him. Great actor. I'm done with that. Thank you for what you've done. Let's let it go. Let's get rid of you. Like, put you in the trunk, close the trunk, don't open it again. Because you were in a trunk already. I don't know why we opened it. All right, moving on. Anything else to say on that? Watch it. I, I still think you should watch Barry. Dude, you got any? I got a ton, so if you don't, that's oh, fine. Oh, go ahead. All right, I have a bunch that I've just a little bit watched. I do want to pick out one, that two, that I, I've watched to finish and... uh one of them is this is going to be a complete change of pace, right? It's on Netflix and it's called Love on the Spectrum. I have not watched U.S. That. edition. It's a it's a docu series about various people with autism and various levels of autism that want to find love and get out into the dating world. Oh wow, wow, yeah. And it's a it's not a reality show. No, this is like a docu series following these people's lives. That sounds very interesting. Um, and you know, varying degrees. Some of them are relatively minor on the mm-hmm. spectrum, and some of them are very majorly. So, so it goes like the, the whole spectrum. Yeah, it follows uh, basically these one, two, three, four, five different characters, um, and. Every episode, it checks in with each one and this journey as they try to find love. I'm going to tell you what. Um, I just kind of watched it on a whim. Like, I need something to fall asleep to, but I don't want to be too serious to watch, mm-hmm. so I'll just turn this on. And you're like, bing. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe other people think this. Is, I just got a lot out of this show. Like, a yeah. lot of, like, emotionally, a lot out mm-hmm. of this show. And I think that one of the things that it brought to me, my attention is just like, it's like you watch some of these people and, and you feel like so sad. But yeah. then you also watch them and feel like so joyous. In their triumph. In their like triumph in or they, not triumph. I mean, but you also but feel it, like sad that they have to go through this. And then there's times when it's very awkward. But it's just... Um, just I think it brought to the forefront like of my consciousness like that this exists like that there's people that are struggling mm-hmm. like right. really struggling out there that like can't you know and I, it's not like I didn't know that autism these things existed of course I did it's it's not that I don't know certain but people you don't live it I don't live it but I I mean I know people that have been affected by it but I don't know I think this show really did a, a re- I think it's it's important to like kind of look at and watch and yeah. maybe to like think about and be like man it made, made me i'm sitting there watching the show is like what can i do like as a community member mm-hmm. to like help you know right. and change what i need to be doing or raise money for this or that and i'm like incredible i mean i think um, that's incredible but there's varying degrees too like and then some of these people are you know you just 
you feel so bad for them and you're really rooting for them. They seem like wonderful people and they just can't connect with people, you know, on whatever level they need to do. And then some of them are so kind of severely handicapped that you're, they do make connections with other people that are also handicapped and you're like, feel very like joyous in that triumph, but also at the same time, like concerned with like how that's going to work. Right. And I just thought it was interesting. There's there's a couple that stood out to me. There's this um, one guy. I can't remember his name now, but he has Asperger's. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. on the spectrum. Is it? Yeah. Um, so he's obviously very. That's it. Would be on the high functioning level. Yeah. Um, but he. Um, I mean, in past decades, when we were kids. Those people, they didn't know what that was. Those people they were just didn't. ridiculed. You know what I mean? They were just right. crazy, lived miserable lives, yep. and people just, treated them like garbage. Yeah. And everybody listening to this podcast, and myself included, and everybody has probably treated people shitty that were weird or different when you were a kid because of that. And that's what the, that was. That's what was going on, and we know that now. Yeah. And we have to change. Well, and so, Chris, you talked about you know trying to reach out to your community and do different things. You know what you do? You just you you be a good person, treat people right, and you teach your children empathy. That not everybody has it as good as you. Not everybody is the same as you. You know, you need to have a lot of empathy for other people. You know, just because they're different. Yeah. No matter what that difference is, that's what you. And not bad different. You, no. You know what I mean? No. It's not bad different. Like, you feel bad for them because they're struggling to make these connections and trying to fit into this world that doesn't want them to fit into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you look at them interacting with their family and their family around them, like, they're wonderful. Yeah. You know, everybody, there's so much love, but it's really hard for them to make an outside romantic connection. I can, yeah. You know what I mean? So... It's just interesting. It was. It's very interesting. It's worth the watch. I, yeah, it's one of those that I'm like, I kind of want my kids to watch this so mm-hmm. they can like. It it's kind of changes. It tweaks a little bit of what. What what was it called? It's called Love on the Spectrum. I think this is the second season. The first one I think it was in the UK, and I tried to watch it. It was difficult because I, you know, I Cult- don't. It was very British. Cultural, yeah. This one's a U.S. cultural a, differences. Yeah, yeah, a U.S. version. There's a couple. Anyway, this guy with Aspergers who's kind of what would consider to be very nerdy and eccentric probably mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Um, so, but very high functioning. They go to, he brings a date to the Renaissance fair, the Bristol Renaissance fair. Oh, uh, really? They do all this stuff. We the one in New there. York. Um, and then there's this one guy in San Francisco. He's like a 65 year old man. He's like got diagnosed with autism like eight years ago after just being wow. his whole life. Just like being crazy. Lost. Just being like a weirdo that mm-hmm. nobody, that was lost. just lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's 65 years old. And he, he's he's very high-functioning, but very odd and very, like, wonderfully nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's very fun following him around. There's this woman who's an, an animator that is also, I would consider, probably very high-functioning, but um, very abrupt and matter-of-fact, matter-of-fact, and obviously misses a lot of social cues and right. stuff. And so she's interesting because she has, like, such a high opinion of herself that she's just very abrupt with people. And it, right. you could tell that there's this, like, there's something like she's not quite getting the whole picture. And then there's this one girl who um, barely probably 
you know, you can just barely tell. And then there's a couple on there that are pretty extreme cases, you know, of people that are so can't it, live on their own, basically. Do, can you tell, like, it's based off of, like, social cues? They're all different. They're all different. It's okay. worth watching because you get to see, too, the differences in the spectrum yeah, and what that means. And I thought it was really cool and worth that watching. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So that, that was the number two I've been watching. Um, I'll, I'll do another one before or you got another one. No, go ahead. Uh, we started watching uh, the winning time on HBO. Oh, well, oh, David uh, Seaton top who listens to the podcast is a huge fan of that show. Oh, it's great. I have, and it's also getting, it. it's probably going to win a lot of awards. It's getting it's a lot of accolades. Just awesome. I mean, I don't necessarily think a lot of it's true. I mean, I, I think they made a lot of it up with Kim and Jabbar, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, that's, I'm not hearing that. I'm hearing it's pretty accurate. Really? Yeah. That's what I've heard too is like it's pretty accurate on what Cuz I've heard during they've that time, talked about it on Nobody knows. Batman and Batman or mm-hmm. Batman Beyond they yeah. talked about it and then also on Joe Rogan I think they're talking about it. Yep. Um it's a pretty talked about show. I haven't got there yet. I watched the first episode. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You got to get Yeah, you got to go man. It gets really good. I will. I will definitely yeah. watch it. I promised David I would watch it. I will. It, it's very good. I was taken aback by the way they film the episodes on how it's like breaking the fourth wall where they're talking to the camera and they like literally come to you in the middle. They'll have a huge conversation about what's going on with the base basketball team. And then all of a sudden they'll just stop and look at you and be like, see, this is what I'm but, talking about. But to me, that's I what, love it. That, that's what makes it so great. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It, it I didn't. I don't feel like I didn't the care dynamic of the super show. a lot. I, I, I the first episode, for whatever reason, didn't grab me. That's why I didn't continue. Just deep dive. Oh, no, it, it. But I'll get there. I it suppose. changes a lot. Oh man, I loved it. Every bit of it. Yeah. What else have we been watching? Well, it's going to win some awards. And I can tell you that it should. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll tell you one that I've been watching or listening to in the tractor, and this is a Spotify podcast, number one podcast in the world right now. It is a. Uh, teleplay or radio play and it's called batman unburied and you just told me about this the other day and i didn't know there's six episodes out there's 15 total coming out how did i not it is a week-to-week serial podcast radio play and it is uh batman themed you don't need i told somebody this the other day you don't really need to know anything about batman to enjoy this because it's themed on what's popular right now in podcasts which is Crime and serial killers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it is a serial killer plaguing Gotham. Mm-hmm. Batman's nowhere to be found. So there's two storylines. One is what's going on in the world that Batman is existing in, yeah. in his mind. That's kind of a spoiler, but not really. And the other one is like what's happening in the real world, trying to figure out what's where Batman is. And then that kind of converges at a certain point, and then you get the final story. Oh my gosh! Thirty minute podcast episodes, definitely really really good. Well produced, all voice that acted sounds, by different that actors. So odd because me and you are huge. Batman. I know. I mean, and he told me about this the other day, and I was like, no, no, I've well, never heard about, about that. Let me tell you something right now. The first probably four episodes, three episodes, you're going to be like, what is going on? This ain't Batman. Okay. And then you kind of realize where the story's going. Ooh. Now you really piqued my curiosity, man. I mean, uh, the main character is Barbara Gordon, 
Mm-hmm. Um, she's a detective. At least for the first six episodes, which is all I've heard, because that's all it's out. She in a wheelchair, or is it? No. Okay, so it's kind of like an elsewhere type of a... Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I would consider it to be elsewhere, but it is a, it's a mystery. It's a straight-up mystery murder serial killer drama. Did you guys ever talk about Batman? Because well, you haven't been on since the Batman's come out, have you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. did you, 150. Yeah, we talked about it. That's I missed it. Um, yeah, we were obviously huge fans. Big fan. I'm joking. I'm a big fan. What? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, yeah, he missed the podcast that he was supposed to be on. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, he chose to go out. Boozing. And not be Boozing and hanging out and partying. Instead yeah, we of, asked him here. Instead of his commitments that he made to us. All right. Um, I'll keep going unless anybody wants to jump in on one. No, go ahead. I got, I got, I'm going to quickly nail a couple that I just barely watched. I started watching the Rebel Wilson movie, the new movie on Netflix called Senior Year. Don't know it. Um, it's about a high school senior um, cheerleader, head cheerleader, goes into a coma, wakes up 25 years later, 20 years later, okay. and oh. still thinks she's a senior in high school and goes back to high school. Oh. Uh, it's unwatchable. Do not watch it. Okay. <laughs> it is. And that doesn't you, you sound my curiosity. good. Okay. That no. sounds interesting. You're like Unwatchable garbage. Oh. Okay. Horrible. I will not watch that. I'm not going to watch it I either. didn't even, I was not able to finish it. Once she goes back to high school and it, and every kid there is the wokest human being you've ever met in your, oh. ever even heard of in your entire life. You're just looking like kids aren't like this. No. No kids are like this. Ridiculous garbage. Don't watch it. Speaking of garbage, there's a new uh, Adam. It's really taking a turn. There's a new Adam Conover, who I generally am kind of a fan of. Uh, Adam ruins everything. Adam. Oh Conover. yeah, I know that guy. He has a new show uh, produced by P- former President Barack Obama on Netflix called The G Word. It is a Adam ruins everything type show, specifically about government. Okay. And every episode is about different factions of the government. The, government. the first one is about food and just straight up trashes farmers for an entire thirty minutes. It's horrendous. All right, I want to watch that. Just no, it'll make you so angry you're going to throw your TV. No, I'm definitely going to watch yelling it. at and the every TV farmer on, at 1030 at night going, while Marley was trying to sleep. I was yelling at the TV. No, wrong, no. <laughs> wrong. Then the next episode, Stop. the whole thing at the beginning, he sits down with President Obama and he's like, you want me to make it? Sh-? It's kind of a shtick and it is kind of funny. Obama's funny in it. Okay. And he's like, uh, you want me to make a show about the government? And Obama's like, yeah, I want to make Make a show about, about the government. It's about the government. Great. You guys sound like, like the Frog, man, Obama. <laughs> That's true. Um, he's like, well, I can't do that. It's just going to be like I'm schlepping for the government like, and saying how awesome they are. Right. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell the truth, of course. the good and the bad. And then he proceeds to go give a hand job to the government on every episode. Okay. Terrible. Don't yeah, watch it. Sounds terrible. Complete but, garbage. But can we watch the first one just to see how much he's lying or not? It, you can watch it, but you'll be angry. Damn it. And there it will be a good. time that you think you touched your Amazon remote, but you didn't. If you watch it, you'll know. Yeah, um, okay, real quick. Uh, another one I tried to start. Lincoln Lawyer. 
new series based on the book well, series. A, yeah, I, I read the book. It was great. I watched the movie. Thought it was relatively good. Movie was good. Yeah, movie series, was good. Uh, the book was. I mean, amazing. what, what does love the McConaughey do? That's he's not in the awesome. series though. I love the book. Books really are great. Do. Yeah, I Never read, read all one, but I've heard they're great. Um, the series, uh, it just it didn't it didn't uh, I couldn't make a jive. It didn't hold my attention. How so? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it again, but it just it was real slow. Okay. Yeah. Um, another one. The Pentaveret on with, Netflix, the new Mike Myers yeah. produced movie with Keegan Michael Key and about every other character being played by Michael Myers. Yes. Um, I didn't start it. I saw it. I watched the first I heard of it episode. It is silly. I assumed. I enjoyed it. Really? I don't think a lot of people would. I enjoyed it quite a bit. How far is it out there, silly? It's it? far out there. So it looks far out there. Yeah, it's far like out. Even, it's far out there. A, it's far out there, and B, it's it's got the Mike Myers thing of like Austin Powers, of course. you know, like that. Kind yeah, of but thing. that's classic, man. Yeah, and the jokes are there. They're the same jokes mm-hmm. as Mike Myers does, so they're good. Keegan Michael Key is good. Um, it's try. It tried. It was trying to be something bigger than it ended up being, and then it ended up as a show on Netflix. I think. Is you, what happened? You've seen all of it? No, I watched like the first two episodes. How many episodes? Are I have there? no idea. Oh, all right. That good, huh? Uh, no, I just I just started watching it the other day. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I think it so was. So the trailer made me intrigued. Yeah. Because of Mike Myers' shtick, he's great, right? Man. Like all of his shtick seemed really good, but I didn't know where it was going from that trailer. So that's why I didn't watch it because I didn't know. Exactly like what they were. Boy, you don't know what's going on in it. Okay, it's silly. It's it's a it's slapstick. It's like a. What was the last movie that Myers put out? What was it? The The Love Guru. The Love Guru. That was trash. That was horrible. Yeah, but it was the same kind of thing. You know, he's Mm -hmm. playing all these different characters, and this one especially, he plays like almost all the characters. And there's enough humor in it that that's good enough. And, and then there's a little they, bit of sweetness to it that's kind of nice. that's what they were selling it on is that Mike it, Myers is playing all these characters. Yeah, it's it's just a straight-up slapstick, goofy, Monty Python-style, Mike Myers-style. Do you, Myers you guys want to see another Austin Powers? Would you like to see him? I would love to see Austin Powers in the I mean, culture nowadays, like right now with woke culture being what it is. Ooh, that actually is a really good premise. Yeah. I know. I don't think I would hate it. No, I'd watch it. I think I'd watch it because it's relevant God, to today. Amazing that those movies got made, eh? And that like they were you, everything. When back did they then. come? I remember. Was it early two thousands that they came out? Nineties and late nineties and early two thousands. Remember how huge they were, though? Oh man! Oh my gosh! Everybody watched them. It's just so ridiculous. Elizabeth Hurley in the first one. Who, who was in the second? Uh, uh, was it Elizabeth Hurley? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in it. That was the first one. Uh, I can't remember the girl in the second one. Oh, it oh, was Heather uh, Graham. Yeah, Heather, Heather Graham. Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Heather Graham. And then Beyonce in the third. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, they were all good. If they could do it the same way. I love now, Mike Myers. So I think I, I would watch oh, it again. I, I like that I do. style of humor. And it felt a little, I'm going to be honest, it felt a little refreshing to see it. And I don't know if that's nostalgic because Mike Maybe Myers' style of comedy is very specific. 
Yeah. And I think that there was, it felt very like Austin Powersy type of that thing. So there's probably some nostalgic value. I guarantee you that's what they were going for. I would love to see a Wayne's World remake. Well, yes. I mean, yes. I cannot believe that isn't happening. I don't think he's been like out there trying to actively. I don't know how what, what do happened it. to Mike Myers because he was um, huge. He made all the money in the world making 800 Shrek movies. Yeah, don't forget then, about that. Yeah, um, and then just stop. He's like one Donkey. of them. He is, I think, the number two highest grossing actor of all time. No way. Yeah, between Austin Powers and Shrek and a bunch of other stuff that he's been in. Wow. So I married really? an ex-murderer. Wow, that was way early. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how that popped in there. Made a lot of movies, money on Shrek. I <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah. Oh, Shrek, I'm sure. I think, uh, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson's obviously way up there. Um, Will Smith's way up there. Was. Was. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I got a couple Ooh. more. We're probably running out of time. Yeah, we're at two hours right now. Okay, fine. I'm going to talk about these two. HBO Max series um, recommended to me by my mother. Oh, Mama. And okay. it's a show called Hacks. And it is it. about this kind of like washed up Vegas stand up comedian woman. A hack. No, I mean, she's like very famous and popular, but she's like at the end of her career. And she hires, of course, this very woke, young, up and coming comedy writer woman oh, to kind of help up date her set and her writing sure and it's really just a um it's it's a comedy but it's also mostly about like the relationship there and I, i'm gonna tell you the first several episodes i was just like angry that i had wasted time watching it i'm like this is like woke garbage I'm surprised you wasted that much time yeah. to but get i actually it. started really liking it and enjoying it and i now it's season two just came out who's in it I oh, man what is her name um she, you know her if you see her i know because i remember the previews in it uh maybe it was for pre- the season two or something i remember like gene what? smart is the main character um let me get the picture for you This lady. It's an HBO show? You know that lady? You've seen her. Oh, yeah. Oh. She's like the main character. Gene Smart. Okay. Um, Yeah, HBO Max. So that's all right. Um, Another one. One that people have been telling us for years to be watching. Okay. Um, Everybody has been suggesting us to watch the show Travelers on Netflix. We've heard it many times. Really? On the podcast. Yes. Are you kidding me? I don't remember that. Um, so I started Travelers? watching it. Yeah, it's got uh, the guy from Will and Grace, Will. Okay. You know him? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. It's uh, it's a show that I kind of got sucked in. I think it's on its fourth season, and I'm probably on the last season that's out now. Um, it is a show about these travelers, they call them. And what happens okay. is they are people from the future long few thousands of years in the future and when somebody in our current timeline is about to die right at the moment before they die they have figured out in the future that they can send somebody's consciousness back into that person's body so they travel back through time by sending their consciousness to that person that person then avoids whatever death they were about to have because they've already they know the historical record so and then they take over their life and they go about their mission of trying to change whatever's happening in the present that makes the future terrible. 
Wow. Like Terminator style. Yeah. You know, the future is an unbearable hellscape. You know, so that's what it's about. They come back in time and they're always these on these teams. So there'll be like a leader, a soldier, one they call the historian. And that's the person they've genetically modified to memorize everything in the historical record. So they come back, they know all the horse race winners. They know the World Series winners. They know them and they bet sports games to make the money to wow. set up their little team okay. to go on these little missions to avert whatever disaster. That sounds awesome. Hmm. It is, but <laughs> as they change stuff, the future also changes. And then there's also a war raging in the future right? between two different factions. All of this is orchestrated in the future by what's called the director, which okay. is a all-powerful artificial intelligence that directs how they live their lives and sure. also sends them back into the past and does all the calculations to decide what missions they need to run and stuff. That's an older show, isn't it? Fifth season. It's been out for five years. On what platform? Netflix. Really? Mm-hmm. Gosh, why, I've why, never seen it. Why haven't we watched it? Don't yeah, know, but I've been recommended by many people. I never heard of it until, you know, I think it was David and Victor and a bunch of other people were telling us to watch it. Hmm. So I started watching it, and it's good. It's it's pretty good. It's well-produced. It's really well-made. Yeah. The acting is great. Um, the premise sounds really good. The premise is very interesting. It, it's a and it's a kind of a. Can I see the director being the bad guy in the end? It goes up and down, you know. I will say it was it 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 has the feel more of like a network show where it's kind of got a week to week vibe, yeah. But also has overarching storylines. So hey, we don't usually get that kind of sci-fi. No, we don't. So yeah. I'm all about supporting that kind of sci-fi when we do get it. So I've been watching that. That's all That's I got. Awesome. Anything else for you, dude? No, I was in Texas for, for there for a couple of months, so I didn't to watch a whole lot. I watched didn't. The Expanse, which season five was it? Which was amazing, but you guys haven't watched it. Yeah, I watched the first. I haven't watched the newest season. Yeah. It's pretty good. A lot more naval battles, a lot more action. In the, Bigger budget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Finally. I got nothing. No. No. Nothing. I don't. I, I haven't watched much. Want to talk about peanut butter some more? Well, yeah, I could. Matt, I just, Matt just asked him earlier, creamy or chunky peanut butter, but he must have missed that part of the discussion. Yeah, he did. All right, I guess that's end of our time, episode 151, and we're looking forward to being back on a more regular basis now that spring work has kind of calmed down. Finally, baseball Chris. is still problematic. Yeah, uh, it's still raging. Yeah. Um, baseball baseball tomorrow morning. But we'll be back as soon as we possibly can for Snarf Talk this week. I've been Chris. I'm Dude. I am Jerry. See ya. Bye-bye. I've missed that music.